0: The Dadcast, Episode Thirty Seven: Centric Fork Bomber. This week's show is brought to you in part by Audible. To find out how to get your free book, visit us at twofatdadscom forward slash Audible.
1: I'm in a
2: raid, man. I was like, ah, oh, we're gonna be late. You're like, in go, a like, raid? Go.
0: Yeah, I was gonna, like, we're gonna be raid. I'm gonna you're be raiding during. I- quests are fine, but you're raiding. Well, we're talking about Mac, right? No. Well, not just. <laughs> Mm. Not just. Not just. Just mainly.
3: We couldn't get a Microsoft genius on the call, so uh, this is the way it's going to be.
0: In three, (laughs) two... Nearly live from the Wendy House studios of Valwa Bay, it's the Two Fat Dads Dadcast. And for a very, very special reason, actually not that special, it's mostly due to something with antibiotics... I've uh, quarantined and, and sequestered everybody into their own homes tonight. Uh, over on his manoir in the, in the Richelieu River, Ben is battling bronchitis. That is his new name, by the way, for this for the, the 2011. How are you, Ben? Woo hoo! Doing good. Okay, good. All right. I was uh, expecting you to like cough up along lung there. Uh, no, over it's on the grassy <laughs> on the grassy knolls of Kirkland, uh, there are uh, Steph and Steve. They're in their respective uh, respective homes. Steph, I think he's in the middle of a raid. And um, we're still not sure.
2: See, he doesn't like the fact that I'm on a raid. <laughs> Sorry, that's my child crying. <laughs> that, it happens.
0: That's okay. He doesn't like so, WoW. Nobody, was, not everybody likes it. No, that's okay. WoW is not always great for that. And <laughs> that, was, that was beautiful. And Magoo, whose who's lower thirds of his lungs are sponsored by pneumonia this week. And that voice from the south of the USA is our good friend Stephen Hackett. Cause the show wasn't Apple centric enough, we decided to bring another fanboy on board <laughs> and talk Mac tonight. How are you, Stephen Hackett? I'm good. How are y'all? I'm good. I'm good. So uh you must be ecstatic right now. Cause like you're you have an old Razor, you're on Verizon, Jon Stewart's gone ape nuts on TV, and Verizon has an iPhone. Does it get any better? It does
4: not get much better for a Verizon customer this week. Uh, I'm uh, I'm eligible for upgrade,
0: and we'll be pre-ordering on the third. On I'm the ready to go on the third of February. Correct. Which means you get it.
4: Hopefully, well, they haven't said exactly when they're going to ship, but hopefully the first half of February sometime.
0: Okay, so, we'll see. Now, have you used a CDMA data device before? Because in Canada, we're experts on CDMA.
4: Right, I have. I had the the first Motorola Droid for almost a year. Okay, and uh,
0: uh, it's
4: it's a lot better than AT and T where I live. Um, you know, you have data and voice at the same time, have that issue, but, uh, it's, it's a compromise I'm willing to make.
0: i uh, no, I mean, I had, I had a BlackBerry with, uh, with, uh, with, um, Canada's amazing blue network for, um, uh, many, many, many years on CDMA. And to tell you the truth, I mean, I, I rarely ever use my phone as like a, as a hotspot anyways. So I didn't really have that issue of, of, you know, streaming versus phone calls, um, it's only since I got the iPhone that I've actually kind of liked having – be able to do both, you know, answer a call and check an email or, or reference or look something up online. Although I rarely do it because, as everybody knows, nobody uses their iPhones to talk anyways, right? Not on AT&T at least. <laughs> <laughs> it, the, the problem runs north of the border sometimes as well, I'm afraid. It, it, it has – I have to admit that I, it's a phone that I, I probably have in my hand more often than I don't yet i rarely talk into it my phone minutes every month astound me compared to my data usage mm. which is which is quite funny so so let, let's talk a little bit about this 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 new iphone for for uh, for verizon it is not the same one as the same, even the same shell as the GSM version, right? They've moved some buttons around or something?
4: Right. The external antenna, which everybody remembers from the summer, is slightly redesigned. Now, no one knows if they've coded it or anything to to get rid of antenna gate, but there's an additional slot, and to accommodate for that, they've moved the volume, the little mute switch and the volume rocker down a little bit. Which means a lot of cases are going to have to have an AT and T and a Verizon
0: version. Should be exciting. It's that 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 should make some really great press articles on Engadget, I'm sure. Right, uh, I,
4: I think it's iPhone Button Gate is the name of it.
0: Oh, really? They've already they've already named that. That's great. That's how uh, <laughs> to jump on board of that. Eh? So no, but it, it is. I mean, it's it's still a pretty cool device. I mean it. I was kind of expecting to go like a 4.5 version or or almost completely different or an LTE version. I'm a little surprised that they didn't go LTE right away. Uh, But I guess the LTE is not rolled out that far in the States or?
4: Right. It's still in big markets. We don't have it here in Memphis. And we're, I think, the 17th largest city in the U.S. Um,
5: You know. They uh, haven't rolled out to like 30 odd markets.
4: I know it's not here. Okay. (laughs) So, um Uh, You know, I think that I I could see it coming. I don't even see it coming this summer. I think this summer may be a a 3G to 3GS type upgrade, like the iPhone 4.5 maybe, um,
0: that rolls right off the tongue. But uh,
4: I think maybe 2012 will, will, will be kind of the year 4G comes to the iPhone.
0: I tend to agree a little bit, I think that the the iPhone five if you want to uh, the one that comes out this year maybe will probably be the, the iPhone that fixes the antenna probably have the exact same look as the iPhone four just have a little few issues here and there maybe so what's its what's its plan problem
3: I think the carbon fiber case will be uh, uh, chippy or something <laughs>
4: <laughs> well I don't think they can do an LTE version in the summer because you're gonna have millions of people who buy the four immediately you know they, they I don't think they want to disrupt uh, that too quickly. You know, give it eighteen months to basically be the same phone, and then push out something that's really a step. So push above. out.
0: So push out the 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 CDMA or the the new LTE and the the GSM HSPA plus all at the same time in the in 2012 with the iPhone, the iPhone six or I guess yeah
4: i think that's i think that's where my money is okay i'm of,
0: still shocked that they came
3: out with um, a cdma version a cdma version because the you know the, now they have to sort of have a iphone a and iphone b as product lines as SKUs, all this extra stuff for a slight bump in market share because the cdma market was what maybe half of us mo- mobile and maybe uh, Half of or a third of Canadian mo- well, it's, mobile phones—it's
0: it's dying. The CDMA market. I mean, Bell have already pretty much canned every single one of their CDMA phones. I think they have three or four left on the lineup. Uh, Tell us—I yeah. don't think have any at all. If they do, it's the it's the it's the ones that also run the mic network. So, which is like a, a push-to-talk network we have up here. The PCS stuff. Um, yeah, so I don't think I don't think that uh, that that Canada is even they they you know is is even a contender for this. So they didn't even care because I mean like what uh, the 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 big three here all made a push to G, to to all be on GSM for the 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 2010 Olympics which was last February. So everybody got a, a nice GSM network in Canada and they all abandoned CDMA like it was the plague. So I don't think uh, you know um, right iPhone did it for any anybody else. I am I'm very much surprised, though, that Apple would want to even give any kind of money whatsoever to Qualcomm for a chip. Uh, well,
4: <laughs> well, I think that I think it's a lot bigger than than just North America. If you look at China, China Telecom uses CDMA, and uh, they're huge. And Verizon is actually bigger than AT and T in the U.S. And uh, you know, at the bottom, at the bottom line, is Apple's a company, and they need to make money. And I agree, having another skew of phones adds some complexity to it especially
0: at the retail level it's very un actually it's very un-Apple
4: it is well, the- but, but Apple is a corporation and need to make money and that I think drives us you know the uh, I, Tim I Cook think, yeah. Tim Cook was all about we want to answer the question you know, we want to stop being asked when will it work on Verizon and you know, I think it, it was inevitable and I think it's a good move
3: I yeah think, but the, uh, the the amount of time it takes to design a phone to get it approved mm-hmm. and all that just to say well, in two years maybe there won't be c d m a anymore because they'll go to the LTE. you know four g or h s d p a or you know l t e or whatever it's it's almost like it's a um it's a it's a bridge phone you know just to 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 keep to satisfy a few customers. And you know, eventually, everybody will forget the CDMA phone because maybe in four years or three years from now, no one will be on CDMA
0: at some point. Yeah, but so, I, I,
3: think, I think what
5: Stephen said about China makes the case, right? Like Verizon's the test market to see if this works.
0: Well, I think Australia is also really on CDMA as well. Yeah, yeah, and like where they, but where they really want to sell it is China. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, the, the Chinese have been the Chinese do have a, G, a GSM network, I believe. Um, a lot of places like Shanghai and 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 Hong Kong do have GSM. I mean, that's why um, some of our partners at work, when they when they go on vacation, they had they had to have like the Storm or the um, or the Bolt, uh, not the Bold, the Bold or the Torch. You know, the uh, the basically the hybrid phones when they went over. So um, I you know I I tend to agree a little bit, but I don't think that I don't think many American companies go out and and try specifically to hit China because they're just going to get ripped off there anyways, right? How many, how many, how many curve phones are there in China that look exactly like an iPhone?
4: But how many run Angry Birds?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Probably not enough. Uh, I, I'm 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 a little bit Angry Bird out right these days. My uh, my eldest daughter, um, she, she she, I was watching a bit of hockey before the podcast, and uh, I was watching playing a little bit of Angry Birds at the same time. She goes. Oh! <gasps> oh, that looks so nice on the big screen because she's, mm-hmm. she's now inherited the iPod Touch. So she's been playing a little bit of Angry Birds herself. She goes, I never can never figure out how, what to do. And I'm like, okay, so I, I give her a little five-minute crash course in Angry Birds, and now I, I think I've created a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like we have an Angry Birds contest in the house now. That's not going to be very good at all. So, Ben, have you, have you downloaded Angry, Birds, uh, no, Angry have, Birds to your new iPhone? No, I,
1: I have not. I have not. I've downloaded other things, but not uh, Angry
0: Birds. So, in case in case anybody was was wondering, Ben was one of our longest holdouts of a bar or a candy bar yeah. or clamshell for the longest time, and I never thought he'd
1: bite the bullet and actually buy. Uh, well, look, in, in, in all due defense, it's my wife's fault. There you go. It's your wife's fault. Was well, she wanted one, it's so you had to fault. have one too, or what? So you got Basically, two iPhones. Yeah, you pull, yeah, we have two. You iPhones, pulled a Magoo. Yeah. I pulled a Magoo. <laughs> I pulled the Magoo. Yeah, Uh, we uh, we put it on the uh, uh, a couple or family plan, and continued from what we had. And they said, "Well, listen, you know, you've you've hyper qualified for an upgrade, like you know, eighteen months ago." So you you stuck you stuck with uh, the same network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stuck with the same network. Okay, yeah, because anybody else uh, compared, if I compare, we were we're with Bell. If we compare it with Rogers at the same time, because we got this what uh, maybe three weeks ago, okay, the it was more advantage. There was more advantage going with Bell than going with Rogers, oddly enough, because they had switch. They had there was a new promotion going on, and it was a two week promotion thing, and then out. Okay, and that's what we got. Did you resign your life for another three years?
0: yeah can
1: can you believe this
0: uh Stephen Hackett that we're uh, we have to sign three year contracts up here No it's wild I mean I'm on
4: you know everything here is two years and with a a one year upgrade cycle
0: i can't even I can't even have a phone for more than six months this is the the iPhone is befounding me i mean it's the longest it's the phone I've had for the longest time ever, and it's probably because it's I really, paid. I paid we didn't it have it, it that long well, I've had it since what June, yeah have you ever known me to have a phone more than six months? <laughs> Mm, no, but you got them for free at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I've also never known you to like a phone for more than three months. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I am. I am a bit of a critic, but no, this... these days I've been playing Space Ace. Space Ace. I haven't tried that one out yet.
1: Space Ace. It's amazing. If you've played it in the arcade when you were thirteen years old, go get it. I'm it's the same it thing. It's. It's. I'm it's... pulling a Leo, and I'm going to download it now. Yep. <laughs> and I got Dragon's Lair too. Dragon Slayer, I didn't, you know what? I didn't really,
0: um, I, when I jailbroke my phone, I, I, I did a whole bunch of little, you know, I downloaded stuff to see if I would actually like it or whatnot, and mm-hmm. then um, I actually took it off. I didn't, I didn't enjoy that much, because I remembered I didn't like Dragon Slayer the first time. <laughs> oh, well, wow. there you go. <laughs> oh, I mean, you download
1: because you like it. Yeah,
0: I know, I know. But, uh, but you know what? Uh, all Truth be told, just before Christmas, I un my phone to get 4.2. Mm-hmm. I and mean, I've never been happier. I'm I'm quite happy really? with I'm quite happy with with a, with a with one at least one lockdown phone in the house. I did I did give in halfway through my European trip at five o'clock in the morning one morning I jailbroke my wife's phone so we can get we can get a, a cheap SIM card over there. But uh, what does is,
5: what is jailbreaking your phone give you? Oh, so so you can put another company's SIM card in? Yeah. So
0: there's two things you can do with a yep. jailbreak. You can number one is that you can run stuff you're not supposed to be allowed to run. Uh, you can download stuff that's not in the Apple iStore. There's a, there's another app store called Cydia, which is probably right. the, one of the biggest places. And in, when you have Cydia, you can also get something st- like something called uh, Instalus uh, or Hackulus and basically let you get another uh, another. Um, bunch of apps. And you can download apps for free if you want to because there is no way of trialing apps on your f- iPhone. You actually have to just like it or buy the light version or get the light version if they have one or one on. Sometimes they don't have it. So that was the, f- the number most one. Most of the ad- times they don't have it. Yeah, that was the number one purpose of it. The, yeah, the but most um, of the time apps are like 99 cents, right? Not all of them. There are like, you know, uh, no, the, Om- no, no. the OmniFocus one is $20. So, that's a good debate in my mind for thinking, well, am I going to like this to-do list? Because it's a pretty heavy-duty to-do list. So, the other one, the other reason why you jailbreak your phone is that so you can also unlock it. And and then that way, you can take it to any other network you want. So, a lot of people in the States, what they were doing, and correct me if I'm wrong on this one, Stephen, is that they were jailbreaking their AT&T phones and then taking them to T-Mobile. Even though it was a slower network, they had a better phone coverage right
5: but isn't it a different frequency at T-Mobile aren't they AWS
4: it is different so you're you're just on basically edge speeds the
0: whole oh, time
5: right. right you guys also don't have that issue we have here in Canada was that only one, only one network supports the older GSM protocols all the other networks started with HSPA and don't go backwards
0: that's exactly right yeah so none that so like Bell and Telus when they when they adopted HSPA Sure, they're on GSM now, but you can't take an older non-HSPA phone and make it work on on our, on on the the Bell network. Um, so it's like they move forward, they cut every, they they, they pull an apple, they 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 a line in the sand and said everything else let's move forward. So anyway, so that's that's basically the um, the, the, the the thing. So Ben, you're liking your iPhone? Yes, I do.
1: I'm just starting to. Uh, and to you got get the four, what, right? Uh, I'm sorry, you, you got the four? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was because I mean, because had, whatever happens, the five is going to come out in what a year, year and a half, maybe. I know, but it's Dude. tempting.
0: It's tempting to get the three GS
1: you know, right now because it's only fifty bucks. So, you know, true. But you no, know, I took I took this one, and you know, so far, no complaints, nothing. Good, good. It's a I beautiful had screen. Any problems. Uh, it's gorgeous. I've been playing some movies on this, even playing some of the games. It's like wow, the yeah. Retina display is unbelievable. Yeah. So I'm no, I'm very, uh, I'm very happy. So and, and then Steve, I'm going to come out of my stupor. Did you say WoW? Are you, are you playing WoW now? No, I'm not. I'm kidding. I'm
2: not,
0: ever,
2: ever. <laughs>
3: so,
0: <laughs> Stephen Hackett, you, you cataclysm are... Cataclysm d- be damned. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll get to Cataclysm in a minute, but I want to know if Stephen Hackett is definitely going to get a Verizon iPhone. I am. Okay.
4: I'm, I have a uh, a deal
0: with my wife that allows me to do it, and uh, we're good to go. All right. Well, if you let us know if you need any help with that, we'll try to finagle some sponsorship or something. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Like that's working so well for us right now.
4: <laughs> I'm not sure that sponsors would be happy. This week I reviewed a 12-year-old laptop on my website. So I'm I not sure that. that that's really something that, you know, no, the I, deck or Fusion Ad Network are interested in.
0: No, I read that. I read that. You reviewed the Clamshell iBook, and it was, uh, it was actually one of the iBooks that made me like the Macs the most, like when I re-liked the Macs again. I mean, I, I used to like the, uh, the, the the Macintoshes, but when I, when I saw that, when that came out, I went, ooh. Now that is a different computer. I never bought one, but I said that is a cool looking computer. And when I read your review, I was like, "This is awesome." And it was actually, and it's, and if I will post uh, um, links to it in the show notes. But he's, he's actually going. You actually go through the whole thing and you say, "Okay, you know, there's this, there's this issues, there's this issues, you know," and and you talk about some of the stuff that's like they're doing now that they did back then as well, like the 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 lid, the the. This, look, I, it's not magnetic, but they didn't have like a, a latch on the right. on the on the shell, which I think is great. I don't think it's so annoying to have that little. You have that on your MacBook, don't you, Ben? When you have to like push that little thing to get the lid open. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so that's and it's that little thing. So on the older on the older gen, so they they brought some stuff back and forth throughout the the d- different generations and and, whatnot, and It's great and it and it made me laugh at the end when you're talking about like it's 300 megahertz processor. It's a speed demon. And you just can't do anything with it now, even with, and you're running Jaguar or was it Panther on it? I'm running Panther, so okay. 10.3. Okay. And how is that? I never use Panther. Panther, uh, I was talking with, uh, someone the other night, uh,
4: I think Panther is the first version of OS 10 that was ready for the average consumer. So I, I jumped aboard at 10.2 and it worked most of the time, but 10.3 worked all the time.
0: Okay. And, uh it's a solid little os okay because I, I i jumped straight on tiger i was an intel mac user and that's it really so uh stefan you used os7 and os8 back in the day at nortel right yes uh up to nine up to nine I, I supported them up
3: till nine and the one thing i don't miss is the here's the floppy disc set for this power book whatever and then here's the slightly different power book or Mac, whatever, and here are the other disks that go with that. Oper- like You're just going to take a, a set of diskettes and say, okay, I'm reinstalling the OS. You had to like have them all inventoried and labeled because this computer needed this set of disks. And that's the one thing I, I, I am glad has gone away yeah
4: I also miss extension manager so in the old you know OS 9 or whatever if it didn't boot up you held down shift and boot without extensions and then you could pick one by one and try to figure out which one was keeping your machine from booting and spend hours on getting it working again
3: and the mystery error codes it wouldn't wouldn't, you know there'd be
0: a bomb with a 382 next to it or something you have to figure out what that meant it sounds scary that sounds a hell of a lot like Windows Any any year, any version of Windows, mystery things and proprietary drivers and and whatnot. So that's pretty pretty freakish. And on that bombshell, let's move on. So a <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, nice segue. <laughs> so uh, the Mac App Store, uh, it's been out for uh, a little while now. As a, I've I've downloaded it uh, with with the 1066 um obviously release of of, uh, of Leopard. I. Um, Snow Leopard, I should say, for the people who are going to get really picky about it. Um, I am using it. I've downloaded the new Twitter client through it. I've downloaded Text Wrangler, which I'm very quickly going to uninstall for my machine because it gets updated more often than I want, and a few other apps. I also discovered that uh, the guys from Penny Arcade made um, made a, a, a on the Slick Precipice of Darkness 2, and they were selling that for $3.99, so I downloaded that. I uh, played it and I finished it in an afternoon. So <laughs> that is, it, it is a uh, it is a good game. But basically, I, I'm 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 kind of enjoying the Mac the Mac App Store. I don't think I want it for everything, but I think it, it's helping me discover stuff that I never would have seen before. I don't know if you've downloaded it, uh, Magoo or, or Stephen Hackett. Yeah, I did.
3: Okay, um, and it's there, and I look every now and again and see if there's something cool out there. I I like the fact that it tells me what I already what I already have. Uh, like if you look at um, iWork or, um, yeah. uh it tells you that you have the separate little applications. Uh, it's nice to know that you can just go out and buy one of them if you didn't have the whole group now. So that's kind of nice. Gives Funny you how you choice. need an
2: application that tells you that
0: you work. so (laughs) it's a great joke steph so (laughs) so but what i i'm because there's there's a bit of a controversy going on right now that if you have an app installed and you didn't buy it through the mac app store you won't be able to update it through the mac app store but i want to know if it will let us update the apple software through that so if suddenly they come out with a new version of iWork i already have iWork installed and they come out with a new version, am I going to have to rebuy it um, like some of the other third-party apps or will the Apple apps upgrade from within the App Store?
4: I think everything will, will run in parallel you know, for the foreseeable future. Okay. So if you look at somebody like uh, Panic who builds Coda and Transmit, a couple of other really great little apps. Which um, I have both. Right. They're brilliant. Living um, uh, you know, they They have Mac app versions and they have the versions that you and I own. Yeah. And they've said, you know, we're going to update both of them simultaneously and parallel. And I think everybody, including Apple, is going to have to do that for the foreseeable future. Um, the worst situation you could be in is, hey, I bought Aperture 3 from the Apple Store, and I'm on you know 3.2. And 3.3 comes out, and it's only for the Mac App Store version. That can't happen. Um, without riots, and,
0: well, I, and that's what I'm wondering. App, Apple might be the only company that can get away from upgrading their own software without having too many conflicts, right? So suddenly you own, uh, you know, own aperture. I mean, I'm, I think there'll be a cutoff. Like if they go to four, then everybody has to upgrade, right? right?
4: Right, I think that'll be the cutoff point for Apple and third-party developers next okay. time they have a version update.
0: Because already, already Pixelmator is saying that they're, they're, and which is an app I use all the time as a Photoshop replacement. They are not going to support um, their own stuff. They're only going Mac App Store, which is like, okay, well, great. I get to miss out on the next, you know, th- six or seven different versions of Pixelmator until it's time they they have a big enough release that I need to upgrade to the next one. Right. Um, and which- what they've
4: done. Pixelmator is a good example, is right now I think the Mac App Store version is half of what the retail copy is. Okay. And so they're giving you the opportunity to say, hey, if you do this, you know, we're going to include version 2 for free via the App Store. If you buy it, you know, buy another copy now, um, which isn't a great way of doing it. But if you jump all in instead of running in parallel, you, you create kind of a, a bad circumstance.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, th- so the upgrade path is going to be something difficult as well. And anybody else, I don't want know if anybody else has been a bit a little annoyed at this as well. You go into, say, you know, the categories, you click developer tools, and suddenly every single developer tool is listed, yet there's no subcategories anywhere, right? So, at least in iTunes, when you go to apps or you go to movies or you go to video, you click the drop-down list, and you can actually view all the subcategory and go. Okay, I want podcast, tech, gadgets, right? Uh, you can't do any of that in the App Store. It's very much of a. want to call it. I don't want to call it a beta, but it feels like a beta release of an App Store. It's not mature yet. Anybody else get that feeling?
4: Absolutely. There's definitely rough edges, and there've definitely been lots of cases of errors and having to log out and log back in. And uh, for me, on my machines, it doesn't see all the applications I have installed. You know, the app store doesn't see iWork, for instance, for me. It just – there seem to be some things that still need some working out.
0: Okay. So, for me, I saw all the apps, but it was was just the the, the looking for stuff that I – you know, when you want to discover things, I find it more hard than anything else, you know, trying to search stuff. Okay, to have this, to have this, to have have that. So, it's not really really well laid out. Um, Right.
4: I think you hit on an interesting point about Discovery. When the App Store came out in 2008 for the iPhone, right? It was, it was A, the only place to get apps, and B, no one had apps before. right? So if you did Twitter, you did it in the browser. If you did Evernote, you did it in the browser. But all of a sudden, there's apps. Everybody goes crazy and downloads a bunch of apps because they, there was a vacuum there before. But on the Mac, there's not a vacuum. You and I already have Coda
0: mm. and
4: Transmit installed, so we don't need the Mac App Store to fulfill that that sense of discovery or, hey, I'm looking for a tool that does this. You know, I already have my basic set of tools on my computers that I need every day. Yeah, and so the App Store isn't adding anything critical for me just yet.
0: Well, I I agree and disagree in a certain point as well. I mean, like. Um I have a lot of... Because of, because I was a, I was a Windows user for such a long time, when I made the switch to Mac and, and then this year I decided to make my professional switch to Mac, I said I'm no longer going to use a Windows machine in my office. I had to find an alternative to SQL, uh, SQL Server and I didn't really... And I'm still struggling. There's one from Oracle. There's another one as well. And so suddenly yesterday I, I log into the... Into the App Store, and I see this thing, NaviCat for SQL Server by Premium Soft. Oh, let's have a look at that. And it's only because it's got this weird, flaky Mickey Mouse kind of headphone, kind of like hat, headset, you know, like those hats, those Mickey Mouse hats you get from Disneyland, uh, kind of like icon that I went, oh, what is that? and I downloaded it and I played with it. I never ever would have found that by going to the to the Apple Store. I probably never would have been able to search that for Google because of the Oracle one would have came first or a whole bunch of other stuff would have, you know, it would is something that's lost because you're trying to plug into you know, an actual real development hardware and that's not the kind of stuff that actually really gets publicized very often or even like, you know, sold very very much. So there is you know, this stuff that there's there's the hardcore stuff that I already have, and and you know I, I look to people or other people out there in the industry that are already using it. So I was using TextMate as my as my pretty much my development environment as well as Dreamweaver. Suddenly, Coda came out, and I've completely switched to Coda completely. Do all my my coding in Coda. Um, it's amazing um, and stuff like that. Yet. Um, there's other stuff I don't I don't really know about and where I'm, I'm still learning about and I'm still looking around and seeing who else is doing it what else is going on and I'm and I kind of like want to see those 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 in the app store so I'm you know I'm I'm checking going by rating going by this going by that and it's still mm-hmm. not it's still not I I don't know I'm still a little bit uh, immature I think as 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 a as a place to search. It still is, no Visual it- Studio. What's that? I said there's still no Visual Studio. Yeah, thank God for that too. I don't ever I don't ever want to spend another minute in Visual Studio for the rest of my life.
4: <laughs> I don't believe in purgatory, but if I did
0: <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be built with Visual Studio. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Steph, any comments on that one?
2: I'm staying away from that.
0: <laughs> Eric, you spent a hell of a lot of time in Visual Studio. Me? No. That's a terrible pun. Oh,
5: yeah. Oh. No. No, all the, the development tools I use are proprietary. So,
0: oh really? Ooh. Okay, yeah. I, I thought you were all into that.
5: No, and very rarely in Visual Studio.
0: Well, good for you. That's, I think I, that's probably the one good thing about your job, really, isn't it?
5: <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, I'm an integrator. I slam things together as hard as possible and make them stick until I get out of there and the customer realizes there's not much holding it together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> <clears throat> That's my very own TB coming into, uh, into play there. So um, another thing I find a little bit annoying about the App Store and, and the Mac ecosystem when I, when I downloaded this is that, okay, so every day now I, I open my Mac and I open up the App Store, I open up iTunes, and then I hope to God there's not a software update through the OS itself. So now there's three places to go and find stuff that I need to update. And um, slowly my Mac is turning into... This little stupid yellow icon that used to belong next to the time in my Windows machine that says I got to update an app every five seconds. I'm not very happy about that, but I don't know what I'm going to do about it because I think that's the, the new cycle of software is, is release often. And that's what Google made popular, right? Yeah.
5: Release early, release
0: often. Anyway, anybody else find this annoying already? or? Well, I, I have a problem
3: right off just with updates. <laughs> Right. I mean, whether it be App Store or just Mac updates, I, I don't know if it's because I, I run in uh, a limited uh, um, uh, profile and don't run as admin. But my schedule check for, for updates is supposed to be a daily and it's supposed to be uh, download automatically. And I always have to hit manual for updates. So I have to, you know, if I if I don't touch it for three months, my, my, my computer just does auto update on its own or at least prompt me to update so I, I don't know i think either there's something wrong on my end here or there's something that's still not tweaked fundamentally for updates
0: I, that's a good question actually we, we could probably ask a genius about that
4: <laughs> <laughs> i uh
0: i think it's probably because you're running as a non-administrator
4: but i would have to charge you to go any further into that <laughs> answer
2: <laughs> should have asked that guy in Zurich when i had the chance
0: so tell us well, about you-
2: that steve what the hell happened there Sorry guys, but that sounds like a Microsoft answer. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Uh, maybe it was in a
3: real, real uh, Apple store I went to. I don't know. No, that. Uh, what, I, I, what's that?
0: Go on. I want to. I want to. I want to I wanna hear this story again. This is great. You got to hear this, uh, Stephen. So you're in. You're in Zurich.
3: Yeah, and I, I. I was actually looking up the knowledge base for why my screen flickers for like a couple of millis every minute or two. And so a lot of people were saying, oh, it's because the it's a power-saving video card, something wrong with the early models of the uh, Unibody Mac. And mine's about two two months old, my my, my MacBook Pro. Uh, two years old, yeah. And um, in switching to the uh, the one that chews up your battery a little uh, faster, uh, I saw this little thing. It service battery. I said, well, what's that? So I looked it up and it was basically telling me there's something wrong with my battery. So Jeff and I were, were were talking about it over Skype and I basically made an appointment to the at the Apple store downtown in uh, Zurich. No, the I think store.
0: I think my comment was you have Apple Care, use it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, go book.
0: Go now. So
3: I, I, I showed up and, you know, public transit being what it was, I was 20 minutes early. And uh, they told me, no, no, runs, you're too It runs,
0: runs like a Swiss clock, that transit it sure over there. sure does, actually.
3: <laughs> and the guy says, oh, you're you're too soon. You have to come back in 15 minutes to go mill around a little bit and then come check in. So I go and check in. And the guy says, oh, OK, we'll we'll have a look. And I, I've been through one battery replacement already last year. So I sort of knew the drill with the tests they run and all that. And the first test, the whole system white test says, oh, your battery needs to be checked. I think it needs replacing. So I, I, he runs the second test, which is only the power uh, uh, test, and the, the three little red boxes all went red, saying "replace battery." So I says, "Yep, your battery's toast." 150 bucks. I'm like, "Oh no, no, it's um, it, it's under Apple Care." He says, "No, no, your battery's finished." And I said, "Well, do you have a head genius or a super genius here?" He says, "Yeah." I said, "Well, go go ask him." So uh, he comes back. He says, "Thank you for pointing that out to me. I had no idea that we could give batteries away under Apple Care." And he says, "If it had yeah. been consumed, yeah, he says had it said consumed in the bottom right, you know, box or whatever, uh, it would have been a dead battery. But it says replace. It means it just died early." So he says, "Well, here you go. It, uh, you know, Happy New Year type thing." So I said, "Okay, thanks a lot." And took off or whatever. And I was like, "Wait a minute, Steve won. Genius zero. I, I was, I, you know, I, when does that happen, right? Cause I'm one of those guys who'll research something to death and and try not to go to the genius bar because it's just, you know, it's asking for help, right?
0: Uh, it's not so, in the man book. That's why. <laughs> they got Directions, right? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, no, the, the guy said the guy actually
3: thanked me. He said "Thanks for 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 having me." Uh, and his English was a little broken, but. Having me ask a question because I didn't know something and now I know this. So I was like, oh, well, you know, you're welcome. So.
4: That's, uh, that's
5: exciting. Yeah. I'm surprised that a Swiss actually took your advice and, and thanked you for it afterwards. He probably
3: I, I, flogged himself in the back
2: room afterwards. But. <laughs> well, there, was, there was a couple of holes in his
0: theories, that's why. <laughs> oh... <laughs> That's a bad Swiss cheese joke. What, was that cheesy? <laughs> that was cheesy. That was cheesy. <laughs> you know what
3: the Swiss call the holes in the cheese, right? The profit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Here we go. Yeah, so, Stephen, you were saying something about the Genius Program. The Genius
4: Program is uh, it tries they might to keep it uniform so you have the same experience wherever you are, whoever helps you. Unfortunately, it's such a uh, – it's a very staff-driven type thing you know uh, uh when i was lead i was over a very young team and it was it was extremely difficult to keep the level of service um uh, stable throughout the day throughout shift changes you know as people got tired they get cranky and you know but uh it's it's good they listen to you that's why they have lead geniuses
3: yeah and you know what? i i like the genius uh program i mean i i use it when i have to and i've never been disappointed yet and uh it's just uh, I can't compare it to anything else in the retail world. I'll be honest with you. No, I can't either. Uh, well, the whole Apple Store concept is, you know, in their own league. But I mean, the genius. And I had a guy at the office. He said, "Ah, oh, it's busted. I'm gonna have to do something." I said, "Just make an appointment online." He says, "Well, what do you mean?" I said, "Well, just like the personal shopper." He said, "What? What? What? One?" <laughs> you know, like all these concepts that people think the art. There, you know they they're doing and they're
0: doing it well. And they're doing it out. very very well. Absolutely. Like like last time, not this time, but last time I went to Europe last September, I was in England for my brother in law's wedding, and my old white MacBook. It's the white MacBook of hell because everything that could possibly go wrong to a MacBook actually did. So I'm in you know, I'm in Europe and my power supply dies and I can't connect or whatever. So I go down, I drive to Southampton, which is about you know an hour maybe an hour away from where we live to the Apple store. I walk in. And I said to the guy, I say, it's just not working. There's something wrong with this, and I have no idea what's going on. So the guy looks at me and he goes, "Okay, he runs some tests and does some other stuff and all that." He goes, and he goes, uh, and he goes um, "You know what? Uh, you, the Apple supply fried. The, the 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 power supply is fried. You know, you, you, you we can't do anything about it. It's it's you know all the tests and all that stuff." And he was unbelievably courteous, he was super nice, which is completely, you know, opposite of any kind of British service whatsoever, because if anybody's ever seen the movie Shaun of the Dead, most British, when you go into a store, most British people are just there, they're like robots, until like, you know, they get the next paycheck, so they really don't care much about what you do, how you do it, or what you do, as long as you just give them cash at the end of the day, and then you walk off with some goods. So the guy goes, um... You have to buy a new one, but don't buy one off the shelf. What we're going to do is we'll, we'll sell you one of these other ones. We'll sell it to you x price less, and that way you'll have you'll have all the stuff. And then you know if you don't want any. So, anyways, I end up walking out of there with with not only a, re- a resolution of my problem, but I end up getting an extra um, an extra cable because basically I, I what I wanted was the American, you know, the, the North American plug, not the British one. So I got a British plug and a North American plug, and I got the adapter. All that stuff for like a really good price, and the guy says, "You know, we're sorry, uh, sorry, it wasn't." A, and I never got Apple Care with that MacBook, so I was actually really, actually really quite happy with it. Let me just see if I can conference in Ben. Ben, are you there? Hello, can you hear All me? All right, okay, good. You're back. So you would out, but you're back in, and that's the that's the. Well, I don't know
1: if I'm the one who Cyloned, but I mean, it was breaking up, and I decided to go straight wired. Okay, so now you're jacked in, are you? Yeah. Jacked Welcome in. to the real world. Thank All you right, very so much. We're <laughs> so we're
0: just. <laughs> So we we're just talking about the yeah, the different kinds of Apple Care service we've received over the years. Uh, Steve was talking about his his, his, his uh, how they replaced his battery in Zurich. Did they fix your screen, Steve?
3: Uh, no, the guy said if if he if I wanted to, I could leave my, my laptop there and they would run some performance tests and give it back to me in a couple of days. But I was on vacation, so you yeah, know exactly. I was using my laptop every day. Uh, something I'm going to do in the new year. Okay. Um, but you know, uh, you know, talk about like um, stories and stuff. Uh, the one that actually was the most, um, when it was early on in my uh, my fandom with um, with Apple. Uh, I don't even know if uh, how long I had the, 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 the laptop for, uh, but I called because I wanted to buy a lock, and uh, I called you know the uh, the eight hundred number I guess for the Apple Store. And uh, the guy uh, told me, uh, you know, because the uh, Canadian uh, app store, uh, not app store, uh, uh, Apple, store. Uh, Apple store, had no lock for the, the, the new unibody Mac, but the American store did. So, And then it disappeared off the the the, uh, the, the U.S. store, uh, and then there were none. And you figure, well, they have to have some kind of the holes, you know, the Kensington hole it must be standard. And I found out since it's kind of standard, but there's some variations. Um, and some people were saying that the unibody uh, frame was getting torqued if you were putting certain types of locks in to be careful. So uh, I was talking to the guy at the uh, 800 number, and he said, well, hold on, let me have a look. And he comes back, he says, no, we don't carry anything, but hold on a second, I'll come right back. So about two, three minutes go by, and he comes back and he says, um, well, I checked Amazon, Kensington, and I think he said, like, Dell or something online, and I couldn't find a lock for you. And I said, well, why'd you check all those places? He said, well, our job isn't to sell you something. Our job is to make sure you have an answer when you hang up. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was a total um, unexpected answer to get because I'm sure Dell would have just sold me a lock, right? And if it's not the right one, I would have returned it. They went out and they, they basically said, no, we couldn't really find one for you, but we tried. And to me... that. That's type of story you tell a million times as opposed to the one where you're angry and you you tell the first 10 people and then you get you got it off
0: your soul and you're you're good to go. But right. that story really no, impressed me with the approach. No, and when you when you said it to me it made me, it made me think as well when I you know um about the time that we you know the the the, the infamous white intel <laughs> intel mac we went in uh last no this summer and and the battery was starting to swell a little bit, and I was like, whoa, that's weird. It's the second battery. Why is it swelling? And again, this is not an Care. It's just basically I just bought the Mac, and I went there, and I said to the guy, the genius, And I said, uh, you know, we made an appointment. We went down to the Fairview store and said, the battery's swelling. I'm pretty sure it's not supposed to do that. And he goes, no, sir, it's not. Let me just take care of that. We'll get your replacement battery. No problem. So that, that I kind of expected because it's, you know, they had so much bad press about the batteries and whatnot. So then... Um, they got the battery in and it's the summer. We're busy. You know, the, the wife is is, is, is is at the pool all day with the kids and doing all the activities and all the stuff like that. We come home, do soccer practices and all that. So we didn't really have much chance to get down to the Apple store. And finally, we get a phone call saying, you know, Mr. Fortier, we gotta, you got to come down to the Apple store. We got your battery. We can't hold it much longer. So I said, I said to my wife, so just go tomorrow, take the kids with you and you'll be fine. So she t- puts the boys in the double push chair, and she's looking after somebody else's little boy baby as well. She, she puts him in a backpack, and she's just coming back from the pool, so she's all in her beach gear or whatever. She goes down to to the Apple store, and she goes out and she pulls out you know the MacBook out of this backpack, whatever, and you know the baby backpack, and the, and uh, and and she's a few minutes early for for the Genius bar, and the 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 Genius is helping somebody else sees my wife with three babies, and says. Sir, you'll have to hold on a minute. We've been waiting for this lady to come in for a few days and this will take two minutes. Deals with her immediately, gets a replacement battery, makes sure it powers on, does whatever all the self-test tested is. She was in and out of there within five minutes. I have never seen anybody rush to give service to somebody in my entire life. Now, I have no idea if it's anything to do with my wife's surf shorts, but, you know, still, I was really impressed with the service there. And it's just the stuff like you go into a store and you don't ever expect them to go above and beyond. But once you've got that kind of service, you want everywhere else in the world to give that to you the same way, right? Right,
4: absolutely. And you know, Apple's—they uh, have a phrase in retail called "surprise and delight," and it's really something that um, they try to do. And I think they do it well most of the time. Um, I know I actually am right in the middle of an Apple Care situation um, where I had this twenty-four inch iMac that. Which is
0: a nice machine.
4: A great machine. This machine uh, is like 1800 bucks new, high end 24 inch machine, and basically had five major repairs. And, really? Um, because I did the Lead Genius thing, and because I started and managed an Apple service provider for two years, I know how the system works. And I, I try to be very careful. I only deal with Apple Care on the phone now, I don't go to the Apple Store for service. Um, I'll go to my service provider that I used to work at, um, but I try to do everything as much as I can through AppleCare just so it doesn't look like I'm getting special treatment. I'm not saying that I would, but I like to you know, keep my margins wide. And so this thing got part after part after part, and uh, so I called AppleCare up, and I said, look, you know, th- this is my history, and they confirmed it. And uh, um, so on uh, Monday, I shipped them my 24-inch iMac, and today I picked up uh, a new 27-inch that they uh, that they replaced it with, um, that, which is that is stellar. really sweet. That is a, that is actually
0: really stellar. It's like, oh, sorry, sir. Here's a bigger screen for you <laughs> to have.
4: <laughs> right, right. So the rule is that they have to when they replace a machine, they have to do it with the the concurrent model, I guess. So they don't make a 24-inch anymore. The big one's now the 27-inch. And uh, they give you the option to upgrade. So the machine I got is the 27-inch Core i3. I could have upgraded to the i7, but decided not to spend the money. Um, but it's a great machine. And, uh, you know, um, I, stories like this, like what we're sharing, are why I tell people to buy Apple Care. You know, if you don't use it, that's great. But if you do need it, you know, A, it saves you usually a ton of money. But... Apple views that as an investment that you've made in the company, and they, they return on that investment very often.
3: It's not like they say, oh, we have their money, and let's just try to keep that as gravy, right? Uh, I have, I, I've actually had uh, a, an issue with my first Nano, and I didn't even know when it was bought because it was given, given to me as a gift. And I called them up and they said, Well, we really don't have a history as to when this thing was purchased, but it would probably happen in this window of, you know, this month to that month. And I said, Well, that's probable. And the guy says, Look, I can you can ship it here and it'll cost this amount, whatever. He says, or for you know, for forty bucks, you'll get the Apple care on it and it'll be the free shipping. We'll send you the box back and forth. He didn't have to tell me that, right? If the company was just trying to to make the most money they could off of me, I would have paid for a repair. But this way, they're also saying, well, we're also on the hook if anything else goes wrong with it. So I kind of like that give and take a little bit. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I'm sure the day might come where I'll have a bad AppleCare experience, but I don't see it in a foreseeable future. Right. And, and it's
4: the whole thing designed away. way – say that you go to a Genius Bar and you have a bad experience – and you talk to the lead or the store manager, and you have another bad experience, which happens. It happened when I was lead, I'm sure. Um, at that point, you call AppleCare, and it's tiered, and you can talk to customer support, which is above AppleCare, and you know ultimately, uh, sometimes you have to fight a little bit because it's a company with a call center. But uh, usually, they take care of their customers, and that's a unique thing that is pretty cool.
0: No, and 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 I think I think it's uh, I mean year after year Apple comes in and this is, Stefan's probably getting sick and tired of hearing this, but coming number one as as one of the best customer service com- uh, companies in the world, uh, they do really really well. They're rated highly by their customers. Customers love them, even though they're. I mean, I, I you know I go on about the white Mac issues and it's a big running joke that how many times the motherboard fried and all that kind of stuff. And it was poorly designed probably uh, at first, and they fixed it eventually, but. You know, they made do on it, and, and they continue to make do on it, even though this this machine is now four to five years old. I mean, like, you know, a if, if four-year-old machine getting a new battery, this kind of sounds a little bit absurd, but it happens, right? So, you know, that's great. I don't expect ever hear that from, 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 from Dell, you know? I mean, uh, you buy a Dell machine, it goes wrong, chuck it out, buy another one, you know? It's like you don't... And that's not what I want to hear. I want to hear the nice story. I want to hear the Apple story. And I, I'd love to hear that from Dells and HPs and all that. But they that culture isn't there. They don't seem to care about the customer as much as they do about how much profit they're making the shareholders. See, my experience, see, I, you
2: know, I can't fault you for going with Mac because your experiences have been phenomenal. And I'll I'll tell you, my experiences with Dell have been similar to those. So you're looking for stories. I've had some. I mean, I've called them and said, you know, the the motherboard or is is not working properly or the NIC card is not working properly. Sir, so you're still, you know, we'll we'll send someone over and we'll come and replace it. Okay, and it's they come in, they do it, they test it, and they walk. So I don't even have to bring it anywhere. So I, you know, I don't have any problems, but I can't fault you for going for for Macs because as you stated, time and again, Macs are known to be some of the best systems for support. So
0: and, and they're also high-end machines. You know, you won't get Absolutely. you won't get a cheap chip inside a Mac, really. You'll get, you know, you'll, there might be a design flaw, like like or an issue, you know, maybe overheating or whatnot. But usually, it's across the board, right? But I mean, I've, I've, I'm sitting on my desk right now is a MacBook Pro. It's got an i5 processor in it. It's got uh, boatloads of RAM. It's got an amazing display. I uh, got the high resolution, not the matte one, whatever. So, and and you know the the, the it's really some really great parts built put into it. It's a g- good th- to get the equivalent um, with Dell or anybody else. I'd, I'd have to pay almost as much as I do with a Mac, which I did for my Latitude E six thousand four hundred. Which you guys know I I have at work. That machine cannot ever leave my desk because if it's at the wrong angle, the the USB hub just fries and the whole machine hangs. And there's nothing we can do about it. The motherboard's been replaced twice. The USB, almost everything on it's been replaced now. It's practically a brand new machine and it still has issues. I mean, it was fine for a little while and then it just, it's just, it's just gone. It's just, you know, it's dead. And it's supposed to be a high-end machine. It's, it's, it's worth as much as my MacBook Pro. But I get much, much more reliability out of the MacBook Pro than I do out of that Dell. And we've had a few of those at our office. Some Dells are just like, you know, just lemons. You can't, you can't make them any better you have to like you know I've, i i almost want to give this to a sales rep and say you know what here's a brand new machine i'll i'll, I'll put up with your vostro tosh or whatever you have and and let me just deal with that because i just can't i can't use that that laptop anymore it sits yeah. on my desk i rdc into it if i need it i rdc into it and that's it
3: i i often have discussions friends and family uh you know they say oh apple's expensive uh, and all that and i said well what i built out on a couple other manufacturers, a computer with the same parts, it was maybe a five or 10% difference. You know, when you're talking about the faster RAM and all, you know, the video cards and all this other stuff. And, but you put it on a table, my, my MacBook Pro, next to like a, a Dell, like a $600 Dell. And people walk by and say, wow, your screen is really crisp. And then you sit from across the room and you look and you can tell from 20 feet away that the screens are different. And, but the thing is, is the, the you know, people will always say, well, yeah, but mine was 600 bucks. Right. And, and that's fine because $600 computers have their place, right? They, you know, uh, you know, yes, uh, you say, like, <laughs> or $400 netbooks, they have their place. But, you know, when I chose to buy the machine I bought, I, it was an investment because I knew I wanted to buy something high end and I don't like buying computers every year. No, And I, I you know, the reason I stopped, buying computers every year is wh- because I bought a, an Xbox and then a PlayStation because I wa- didn't want to follow the curve of always upgrading video cards to keep up with the, the the latest games. And I realized I was spending two grand, three grand every couple of years on a computer. But this computer, I just built, I, I built one that was a little expensive, I guess, for, for, you know, as far as the laptops go, but I wanted it to be a good... Good computer that would last that would run the course. And you know, I suppose you could buy a six hundred dollar computer, but how long do they last? Like I
0: you know, especially laptops, right? So I mean going back to going back to to Stephen Hackett's um uh G three is it was it a G three iBook? Yes. It's a G three iBook, right? Nineteen ninety nine you got that MacBook? Well
4: that's when it came out. I bought it probably three or four years ago.
0: Okay, so I bought I bought a um um, a compact presario in nineteen ninety nine I was just I was I was heading on my way back here to Canada, and um, I had it a few years. Anyways, that thing now, it's 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 in four or five different landfills. It's been stripped for parts. It's just there, you know. You I don't even you couldn't even boot it up, even if you tried to boot it up if you wanted to. Everything everything on it died. Everything the screen, the battery, the the, the, I'm pretty sure it overheated a few times. The fact that your G3 is still working. It's just amazing to begin with. It just shows that if you put good parts together, they will work. They were not going to work as well as the, as the new stuff, but it's still going to work a few years back. I went into um, a, a friend of my brother's house um, and a few, I'm talking maybe two years ago, he was still running one of those Bondi Blue iMacs mm-hmm. um, and he was running OS 9 on it. And he's, he's a he's a French teacher um, in, in a, in a CGEP and which is like a, a college here. It's a two year college between university and high school. And he was, all he did was write. That's all he did. And he goes, and he's, and it, and it, and it wasn't, you know, he didn't like the screen anymore. It was and I, I admit it was gone a bit yellow and it'd been down the years, a few things. So he finally upgraded to a, an iMac and it was the first, um, the first aluminum, um, shelled iMac. And, and it was like night and day for him. It was an unbelievable difference and all that. And I, and I'm like, I'm like, how long have you had this machine? And he goes, I don't know. I I bought it, uh, you know, I bought it when I taught your brother. He goes, I bought it when I taught your brother. And I was like 1997. I was like, wow, that's, you know, like (laughs) this machine has been going on for well over 10 years and it's people who use them. They just, you know, will use them forever. And it's, it depends on who you, we are the exception, us, t- uh, uh, the tech crowd is an exception, you know, we'll, well, there's always a reason to upgrade and get the faster, hot, hotter machine with a bigger graphics and a program we need. But the people who just sit down and write, or browse the web every once in a while, you know, they'll use a machine five years without even asking a question. And that machine has to last five years.
3: Steph, did you ever order a, a computer? I know you were talking uh, a while ago about a Mac, but then you decided that maybe something else. Did you ever order that machine? I did not.
2: No? And I'm still looking. I'll be honest with you. I, just, I need something that will be that'll give me the flexibility to do whatever I need to do and to also wow. I mean, you guys know I, I wow. so.
4: I'll make you a deal on a blue and white clamshell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can apply a wow version one on it. Uh. <laughs> it runs Apple works really well. <laughs> oh, do you still have freddy writer i don't no but
4: i, I was in the AppleWorks camp and i actually haven't installed on my macbook pro it still runs under snow leopard does it
0: it does wow. oh wow i
4: didn't know i that, know that and pages can open apple Works text documents so all my old
0: stuff is still available to me well that well that was a big that was a big requirement for Francois as well he needed to have to have you know his old stuff open up and that's why he went right. with a with a with a new Mac, um, even though it was like Intel. And he goes, oh my God, where is everything? Like he went from System 9 to, I think it was Tiger. Can you imagine that leap? It's a huge joke. <laughs> I can, it's like imagining like, you know, I don't know. It's it's, it's like imagine, taking somebody out of the 50s and saying, here, drive one of our new cars. Right. And the, the guy gets in and he goes, oh my God, well, where do I put the key? There's just a big start-stop button on the dashboard now. <laughs> so... I remember having that
3: experience. Uh, our, our labs at McGill, uh, once you were out of the first year of computer science, uh, they actually let you touch the cool machines, and you <laughs> you didn't just use like um, VT terminals to remote into the um, uh, the uh, Unix boxes, but w- when you're like a sec- second year on, you actually had access to the next machines and the um, Silicon stations. Graphics. Uh, we didn't have sun stations we had next stations, okay. and we had uh, silicon graphics uh, um, sgi uh, computers i guess wow and uh, well those were for what the graphics course one specific one but i remembered next thinking wow this is cool this is they looked really nice but it's basically a unpretty uh, os 10 right cuz the finder is exactly the same um, you know and i was like this is this is weird because it, it, it seems right but at the same time it's so different you're you're right. not exactly sure how to navigate it but then well, when
4: if, I oh go on no so well, if you remember from from history class I mean Next was bought you yeah. know Apple bought Next Step which became OS X because the Copeland project which if you ever heard about it's fascinating um, the Copeland project failed and they needed an OS so they just went out and bought one and thankfully they bought Next Step instead of BOS because that would have been terrible.
0: Well, I don't know. Stefan, Stefan might argue that one. No, I wouldn't. I thought, <laughs> it was it DOS it or was it OS2 that you love so much? Uh, OS2. Oh, sorry. Yeah, OS2 okay. was awesome. All right.
2: Okay. OS2 was I ahead I apologize. Of time. I take it back. I was wrong. Now, OS2 was ahead of its time. Had had the coalition between IBM and Microsoft decided to go with that, then Apple would probably be in a different location. I'm not saying it was better, but it was definitely better than what the two have delivered since, IBM and uh, Microsoft.
0: Stefano, are you jacking into a USB card or are you straight into your, your side of your computer? on my computer. Okay, because you're Cyloning a little bit.
1: What? It's not me? Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> first, first time for everything, Ben. First time. <laughs> <laughs> now it feels special.
0: Is it because is it you're in the middle of your raid, Steph? Is that, is that what's going on?
2: I'm done, man.
0: Oh, did you win? Did you get it? Did you get hey, the? Yeah. Uh, did you get the new Vorpal sword or whatever the <laughs> whatever the hell you're going for now? <laughs> Vorpal sword was in wizardry, man. I know That's the the ongoing, oh the running joke. I'm 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 sorry. So did uh, you? D&D had Vorpal swords too, I think. Yeah. So would so how here? <laughs> 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 so so how is how is Cataclysm? Is it is it good? Is it everything you hoped it was going to be? Yes, does it, it is. fulfill your dreams and everything else? Are well, the I unicorns prancing no. across the fields? No, no unicorns, and no, they're not fulfilling my dreams. Okay, <laughs> you need so, to get out more. I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm still waiting Diablo. Like, I, it's, it's gotten so bad. I'm playing, I'm, I'm, I'm playing Angry Birds on a 24 inch uh, MacBook screen. So, you know, I plugged in. I, and I've to admit, Angry Birds on 24 inches is pretty insane. There's a those you know those birds are pretty damn angry. But well, so no so what tell, I want to know more about cataclysm. What, what do you want to know? know? Tell me is is it is it all it's supposed to be? Is it all it's supposed to be? Are the new classes any good? I haven't tried the new classes. I've been focusing on completing some the quest
2: chains that they've had. I've uh, been focusing on actually exploring and seeing what they've done to the land. So they basically. Revamp the entire world do you, do you uh, see that big
0: ass dragon that they have they show in the video i've been looking for him there's a quest where you actually
2: get killed by him and you get an achievement and i can't find him so well you, you no. just walk around and he just stomps on you well, or, or yeah, burns he you to a crisp he burns you to a crisp and you get an achievement oh you've been killed by deathwing congratulations okay. he's well, probably I, hiding behind a tree yeah look,
3: <laughs> did, you look at, did you
0: look under every rock <laughs>
2: Uh, no, I have not. When you
0: were mining, or what's that new class, archaeology?
2: Yes. Oh God, I don't know about that one.
0: So I, I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. You know what? And and we were, we were, we went to see Tron uh, Legacy on Friday yes. night, and we went with uh, with my with my my cousin and godson uh, Morgan alive uh, on Twitter, Morgan underscore alive. Uh, follow him because no one else is. Uh, so. <laughs> Just kidding, Morgan. So, and he's, he, he picked up Cataclysm. It was, I think it was Cataclysm he picked up on the, on, when on his trip no. back to Switzerland. No? No, what was he, it? He, he's got, well, he
2: dropped the game and came back, and he was telling us he's done the Burning Crusades and the Wrath of the Lich King. Okay. So I think he's focusing on that. I think he's looking at the cataclysm. Yeah. And so he's, he's experiencing some of the, cha- the visual changes that have occurred. He just can't take advantage of some of the new, cha- new changes, so the new classes, the new uh, professions, and okay. so forth.
0: Because I mean, he he was on a di- you were and I, I just I didn't know this are different servers, <laughs> it's different worlds, you know. Absolutely, so he, he was on a different verse something or something like that in in Europe, and you were on the American one and and whatnot. And he didn't know if he could bring his character over, if it would cost him any money, and and stuff like that. So the kind of questions I was kind of asking: Did you did you guys resolve that or not? No, we did not. Okay, he was going to a, uh, he was going to a uh, to a party, so. Yeah, he was pretty much in party mode. It's funny because he had just stepped off. He he too was in Switzerland, um, but on the French side of things, in uh, near Geneva. And uh, he was uh, he had just stepped off the plane. He calls me up and he goes, "I know I'm late. Can you still pick me up from the airport?" So I go and pick him up from the airport, and I tell him, "I'm going to go see Tron tonight. You can either come with me, or I can drop you off at the train station, and you can take the train back to your apartment with your luggage." And he goes, I don't want to take my luggage anywhere. <laughs> so he came to see, came came back to our place. He had a quick shower, freshened up, went to see Tron Legacy. Then went then went home, put his stuff away. Then went partied till about two, three o'clock in the morning. He had been up already for like close to like twenty hours. And you see, like, can you remember doing that? Yeah, I can. I don't. I don't. Know. I went to I went to England. I was so jet lagged for three days. I slept till twelve every single day. Yeah, but you have kids. That's true, so anyways it was it was very it was very funny, so I don't know Is it it's the cataclysm, it's worth it, oh yes, yeah you're gonna we're not gonna lose you for the rest of the season you you're gonna still be able to do raids and talk to us absolutely i you know talk
2: I, this has been a great conversation, and you know I have not much to say, and Eric is probably
0: snoozing, I was snoozing for a while, but uh we were listening, okay, so let's talk about something that more important to you. What the hell were you tweeting about today so badly? Who 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 ruffled your feathers over at uh, at our favorite national, not really national uh provider that, that So that my could, my phone
2: provider, the uh and Rhymes right, with I Hell will not- I will not mention them, and yes, it does sign with hell, and uh, they also provide TV, which used to be uh, uh, Express View, so I, I don't know. If, I'm hoping I, I haven't given it too much away. <laughs> um, my wife comes down. She says, what's this bill? $56.44. I, well, I don't know. She says, it's a cancellation note. Said, what do you mean? She goes, cancellation note for, for, for TV. When did you cancel the TVs? I haven't canceled anything. I don't know what you're talking about. So I call and I provide my phone number. I provide the uh, you know and the, the magic, information the so I can log in and my PIN and all that. Okay, sir. So can you tell me what you're seeing? Yes, this is the information that I have. It tells me that I've cancelled or a notification of cancellation, and I'd like to find out why this has been issued and so forth. Do you would you like the uh, account number? No, 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 sir. Um, so let me look it up. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't see that one. Oh, but I do see a notification that there was something that was canceled. Let me look at that. Yes. Okay. Can you tell me what you see on the previous bill? No, 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 no. We're talking about this bill. I'm not talking about the previous bill. I'm talking about this bill. So she said, well, let me talk to my manager. (laughs) So she comes back. She says, well, can you give me the account numbers? Funny, I offered that to you 10 times already. So I rattled it off you know, being polite as I am, and gave her the information. You're about she as looked, polite as I am, but go Oh, on. I was. My go wife on. was just looking at her, she goes, calm down, calm down. I'm like, oh, I am fine. <laughs> and I was, t- I was telling her the whole time, and I said, you know, listen, I have no problems with you. You've been very helpful. You've been very good. I appreciate the time that you're taking, and I appreciate you looking into it. What ticks me off is every month I have to go through that bill with a, like a, a fine-tuned comb. you know, I basically have to go through it and say, okay, well, oh, there's a $5 discrepancy. Why is there $5 more? Why is it you know, $10 more? Oh, why is there credit here? Why is there no credit here? It's, it, I've told us it. It's never been right. I, it's not like a hydro, bell, uh, hydro bill. I look at it. It's the same thing every month. Okay, there's no surprises. It's not like any other bill that I have except for credit cards. And credit cards, it's normal that it varies. But my phone bill? Should I don't be the make same. long distances because oh wait a second Skype. I have a well no not just that I have a package that covers all the long distances I want in North all America. Right, okay. So long story short, she comes back. She goes oh we apologize. Someone had canceled it and reactivated it. Uh, had canceled your account for a day, but it was reactivated. I said well why did I get this notification? Well it was a mistake. We sent it to you. I said we apologize. I said it's funny how you've kept me on the phone for twenty minutes and all I get is an apology. If I was a new customer, you would have given me a new PVR, a new receiver, you would have given me free services for three months. I get nothing because I've been a customer for 15 years. I'm really starting to look elsewhere.
0: So, what did she, she say goes, to I that? Really,
2: she goes, I really apologize. You know, it's, it's an inconvenience and I apologize for that. And I told her, I said, listen, you've been great. I, I, you know, I hope this is recorded because you've been great. I really don't have a problem with you. You took my information, you got a resolution, I'm happy. But what I'm ticked off is every month it seems that I need to call you guys and say, and I'm not calling you guys to say, hey, how you doing? Thanks a lot for giving me some new credits. I'm calling you for saying, hey, why are there new expenses? Yeah. So long story short, it's been resolved. I will see credit. And I said, so I'm not going to see it on the next bill. She goes, no, that will be adjusted possibly the next bill or the bill after. I said, but I'm not paying the full amount. She goes, no, 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 I, I've, I've removed it from, from your account. They, will, said, they yes. will charge you interest on what you didn't pay, by the way. I told her, I said, if I see it and if you charge me interest on the following, I will charge you double interest to give me my money back because you've pissed me off. She goes, sir, I, 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 I completely understand it. you can't do that. I said, watch me. I said, I've done it to you before. I said, when you cut my internet last time, and you said that it would take out. They cut my internet. I
0: I love the fact that it's like last time.
2: <laughs> last time they cut the internet altogether. I just didn't have any internet. And it says, "Oh, I'm sorry, sir. We 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 cut it out. So we'll reconnect it for you next week." I said, "I work from home, and so does my wife. So I will send you a bill starting in two hours because I'll give you two hours to get it fixed. If you don't have it fixed in two hours, I will bill you for all the income that I'm not generating because I can't work because you've stopped. You've." Decided to disconnect me for a week. Well, sir, there's nothing we can do. Twenty minutes uh, yeah, later, I is. got a call.
0: It'll be fixed within an hour. Yeah. Yes, there is something you can do. You can get this thing damn right for once in your life. But anyways, it's so, so annoying.
2: It's it's you know, and I don't know if you guys have had the same experience with Bell and, and with Hell, because um, you know I don't want to say the name. And it's just frustrating. The people are good, you know. The customer service is good. It just seems that they, they can't get anything right. Maybe maybe we should send them to uh, the Mac store. Yeah, probably. Stephen, do, do you want a part-time job? <laughs> I'm <laughs> so glad. You, know you know what I think it is? I think it's all the people that went to Mac and tried to become a genius.
0: And this is, I'm sorry, you're too dumb. No, they went to work for, they went to work for Microsoft. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, no, I, that's, that's bad. I'm sorry. No, but that, 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 is, that is the reason why I left. Because I was, I was getting angry so often at them for no reason whatsoever. Because it wasn't no fault of my own. Like I'd want something to work. Like I paid for it to work and it just wouldn't work. And I call them up and say, why isn't it working? Oh, we made a mistake. Oh, we, we put you on the wrong pack. And I was just yelling at them all the time. And I'd turn around to my wife and I said, we're not supposed to do this. Are we? She goes, she goes, no, the kids are really scared right now. I said, okay, that's it. We're going to Videotron. And we did. We just went to Videotron. I I made a call
3: to, to my cell phone carrier, um, on monday and and I'm guessing um, Steph, that you possibly have some credit um, cell phone bills that are probably in the high numbers sometimes right because you're on the road and you walk around and yeah uh, anyway. so you know my plan should be at about one hundred and twenty bucks a month tops, maybe one hundred and thirty, and for the last four months, it makes so many calls and a lot of u s based calls, I was hitting the two hundred dollar two hundred and twenty five dollar range so I, I added this North American uh, plan. They gave me unlimited long distance uh, to Canada and the U.S. It was an extra 35 bucks. But then I was looking at my bill. I said, you know what? That's still a lot of money. Yeah, you're probably talking $145 at this point. Uh, you know." So I said, I'm going to call them up and see if I can get one of these new plans. Cause because of all the competition now with all these new carriers in play, uh, the, the, the plans have all changed. So and they're, they're going to want to help you, right? And they're going to want to help me through this, I'm sure. So I call up. I said, hey, you know, uh, what if I had to move to this plan or that plan? And the person I had was very helpful. And after about five, six minutes, which was probably three or four minutes longer than they want me on the phone, she said, well, what are we going to do here? And I said, well, you know what? It's the same amount of money. We're just changing the things. You know, more of this and less of that and this option but not the other. I said, Any chance we can just get some credits here? And she says, well, I don't have a lot of latitude on that, but let me pass you to to retention. They got a lot more that they can do. I said, okay. And I was in a good mood. She was super helpful. I didn't even ask for it. And next thing you know, a minute later, I'm on the phone with somebody from retention. They asked me for my full name. She says, let me check your your uh, billing history for the last little while, and I'll come back to you. She says, yeah, you've had a a lot of long distance and a lot of this. Here's what we can do. And don't tell anybody uh, what I'm telling you now. Don't and tell anybody. It's only on a
2: podcast. Don't tell anybody. Only, <laughs>
3: yeah. Don't <laughs> tell anyone. And this is we're doing it for you because you're a good customer. And I'm thinking, wow, I feel special now. But basically, the, the woman turned around and and uh, gave me this $50 voice plan that gives me unlimited Canada-wide and unlimited to the U.S. Uh, phone service. And... So, anyways, when it all said and done, now my bill will never be higher than ninety-five dollars in a month, and I'm like, this was perfect. Nothing went wrong on this call, and I didn't have to
0: yell. And uh, you know, so was it was it, was it Elise it, it, or Miranda? It was neither. Oh, okay, it all was right. neither. I just wondered. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: and and they didn't know me from Adam, and I didn't know who was no, I, I spoke to. It right. was just. It was nice because I had a feeling that the call wasn't going to go anywhere and that I would just have to make another call some other point in time and see what I can get done. And it was one of these things where I just went through every gate nicely and they proposed a solution to me that made sense. And I just left the phone thinking, wow, that was a good call. You know when, you know when you're so stunned and you're expecting the call to go south so quickly? Because it happens
0: so often. And Exactly, and, I don't know what it's like in I don't know what it's like in the states, uh, uh, Stephen Hackett, but uh, and I, I I keep saying it because we've got so many Steves and Stephs and whatever on the line as usual, but is I mean, do you do you get this kind of kind of same kind of crap we get up here? Absolutely. More often, or I, I would
4: say the people are the same everywhere. Okay. And uh, corporations They're are the probably same all everywhere.
0: in what building? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and in, in somewhere in Bangladesh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I, I take that back. Not really, uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's just it's you know you, we we it's funny because like we're we're talking about something that happens absolutely everywhere. You know, just you just replace Bell with AT and T, and it's the same story or anything else. Eric, are you still awake? Yep, still okay. here. I'm just wondering because we haven't heard from you in a while. Usually, you're a big defender of the uh, of the of the big Bell. No, he's yeah. just back from Home Depot. All right. Okay. <laughs> Bella's is great. We all love Bell. <laughs> They're still not going to give you a, anything better than the Xenon you already got. Uh, Some restrictions apply, Seaside routine. <laughs> 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 Thank you. We could just get a Ben Cylon where we're ready. We've got the whole show wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> he was quiet on that one.
1: Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Tripped over his
3: Ethernet cable.
1: Yeah, he did actually.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh dear. Anyways, it's no, it's been it's been good. It's been a good show. I'm glad everybody's uh, everybody's on board. Everybody's, everybody's 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 there. It's good that the sound has been good. It's it's nice, you know. No no major issues. Not Bell yelling at Ben ye- yelling at us for. Uh,
1: <laughs> I was not yelling. Let's get it over. Get it all angry
3: Jeez. like. Anybody have any projects in the new year? Like, uh, Steven, you're still in school, right? You're, you're in the last stretch now? I am. I will
4: graduate in May. Can we call come down was... to
0: your celebration?
4: I am not going to my own graduation, but if y'all want to come,
0: oh. enjoy it. That, it, <laughs> sa- it sounded like a great sound, a road trip for a while there. <laughs> five so thousand steps, five thousand steps caravan heading down to Memphis, see Graceland Somewhere? on the way. Well, which one of us is pretending to be him when we go to to get a diploma? Well, one of the Steves, probably. (laughs) Do any of you have tattoos? Uh, Well, yeah, we have we have we have Sharpies. Jackpot. (laughs) (laughs) Can't tell the difference. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's a dog cow, right? How hard could it be? Do you have any more than that? I have the,
4: yeah, I've got, I've got several, but the dog cow is the famous one. Okay. So,
0: all right. So, <laughs>
3: so
4: you're not the one that's been
0: published. Yeah. Very that's true. One yeah, that's so. been published. So, it's May is your graduation. It is. And you're going to be a fully fledged journalist after that.
4: Nope. I'm going to continue to work in IT as I do now.
0: Okay. <laughs> but I'll have the degree. I have to admit, your job is pretty sweet.
4: My job is sweet. I'm, uh, I'm really fortunate to be in a, be in a pretty cool gig.
0: If, if anybody's not following Stephen on, on Twitter, it's, it's at ISMH. It's as simple as that. Um, I am Stephen. I don't know if we're supposed to say your middle name or not. Hackett. <laughs> <laughs> so middle name, hack it. Uh so anyway, it's uh it just he'll 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 post pictures of, of what he does during the day, the discussions he has with his colleagues about uh okay, I'm gonna borrow your trackpad for twenty four hours and, and see right. how that goes. Or That's right. So
4: I'm in uh what time is it? It's ten it's nine thirty here. So I'm in about hour ten of my twenty-four hour live blog review of the Magic Trackpad, and I think I know what I think, but uh, I'm gonna let it play out. You don't want to give
0: us, give us a little insight? Because I've been I've been I've been looking at it for a while, but I I mean.
4: I, well, I had a, I had a conversation with uh, Ben Brooks about it today, and let me find actually I have it in Notational Velocity. Hang on
2: it's all in the cloud man it's all Er, eric and i are anxiously reading and waiting for 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 this to come out
4: it's going to get real boring (laughs) in about two hours (laughs) when i go to sleep but uh um so i think i think that what i'm realizing is that it's great for casual usage it's like right now i'm using it uh, so i'm not touching my macbook pro so you don't hear this no, we, we heard
0: a lot of that, actually, but,
5: uh, but that's
4: okay.
0: It wasn't me. Okay. I'm not touching it. All right. <laughs> but uh,
5: Probably me know. again or my baby monitor. It,
0: no, it, no, it was it, Eric. It was Eric. Okay, thank you. Because <laughs> Steven is our forensic uh, Skyper. He uh, still has the green
4: bars, As you can see. He's well, noise. not
0: with a new Skype. In new Skype, all I see is your faces in a, in a, like a nice little five-fold, and, and every once in a while, one of you goes green, and that's it, and that's who's talking. Interesting. It was just boring, actually. I'm right, keeping so, my Skype. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go back. Actually, can you go back once you go on going forward? I'm sure you can. It's not gonna screw up my registry. Oh, that's true. I don't have one step. <laughs> Sorry. But uh,
4: so I think I think the Magic Trackpad for me is is a much better device in casual usage, checking email, having a couple tabs open in Safari. Um, but I had I was doing some page layout this afternoon at work. Had Photoshop, Illustrator, and Cork Express open. And um, it really didn't enjoy it. Uh, I, now, granted, I don't like my trackpad. Anyways, I use a Magic Mouse all the time. But um, I, I think if I had a TV hooked up, you know, with a Mac Mini laying on the couch with no pants on, it'd be perfect. But,
0: um, <laughs> one but for, for
4: my usage, it's not the best choice. Um, but that said, it's a good device. If uh, you know, I, I've got a. A friend here in Memphis. She she's a designer. She has one with on her iMac uh, at their design shop and loves it. Um, so so she's it's a, she's definitely actually, a matter of
0: choice. Is she actually using it for for like um, uh, the actual design stuff or not? Well,
4: well, she has a a, a Wacom tablet so she's using a pen, you know, when, okay. when drawing. But when she's doing layout, or, you know, or uh, uh, setting copy or whatever, she's using the trackpad and she really enjoys it. Um, okay. So it's definitely something that you need to spend some time with if you're considering it and, and more time than just at the Apple store, you know, find a friend who, you know, this guy who works for me had, has bought one and let me borrow it. Um, you know, I, I feel like I could sit, have, have a judgment call now that I've actually spent time with it.
0: Because I've tried, if, I've tried to get, to get to, you know, like in closer with my trackpad as much as possible and I'm trying to use it, you know, more and I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a big fan fan of the trackpad to begin with i mean i prefer the one on the macbook than the one on the dell any day because it's like seven times bigger but uh i I was kind of looking at it because i mean i don't want my my hand to travel that far then grab a mouse then move like i'm really about i'm really lazy so i don't really don't want to move around too much (laughs) so i kind of like the idea of just moving over and 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 playing with it but then i was i was in um i was in a there 's a store in England called Curry's and PC World, and they have this these keyboards and it 's a logitech keyboard and it 's got this huge trackpad next, next onto the keyboard mm-hmm. and I found that I could never travel far enough with it so One of the things I download on the Mac that 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 um, really helps me is is magic prefs, which basically allow you to your your, Mac, your your mouse to travel as far as you want with the slightest amount of of of, of movement right so it makes it kind of hyperactive. Right. Um, and I like because the because ma- naturally the Mac sucks. You know, you're, you're like almost you're almost lifting up and and dropping your mouse to move it across this, across a big screen. Um, and I, it's like that with most computers as well. But Windows does have a few settings you can send it into overdrive and then it works. Right. But I find that and, that's really annoying. So I don't, I don't know if I could get on with with the trackpad either. So I'm, I'm well. W-
4: there, there's a similar utility. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's spelled J I Touch. Uh, someone recommended on Twitter. Uh, to me that that basically seems to do the same thing for the trackpad. I haven't installed it. I'm reviewing it as a standalone product. Okay, Um, But it's big enough where my 15-inch MacBook Pro, I can get all the way across the screen and and be at the opposite end of the trackpad. So it's big enough for that. Now, my 27-inch cinema display at work, that's not true. But even with a mousepad, usually I'm finding myself at the end of my mouse pad and having to pick up and
0: move back over. Okay, and um, in, in, the, in tonight's episode of Who Has the Biggest Damn Screen in the World, Stephen Hackett wins by
4: three I inches. In and and, and uh,
0: <laughs> every
4: inch counts. I'll take what I can get. But uh, uh, yeah, I've got the 27-inch center display at work and now the 27-inch iMac at home. That's insane. And, the, and have a, um, I'm very particular... I have the Apple extended Two at home and at work and a magic mouse at home and it worked the exact same setup. So the,
0: the magic mouse I love and adore. And I love the, I love the different multi-touch cut stuff you can do on it. And I love the fact that, that, you know, I, the, it's a great mouse, probably better than any mouse I've ever had. And I've, and I've been using a mouse since like, I don't know, like eighties. So I'm, I'm pretty, pretty, you know, loving this one. This is, this is great. And the battery life on it is actually quite good. I was actually quite surprised by it. Um, It is a fantastic mouse, um and I don't know if I can get away from a mouse. I think I'm the, I'm I think I've I'm, I'm that generation. I don't know about you, right. uh Steph, or or Eric or even Steve or Ben. Yeah, what about um, you old guys?
1: What do you all think? Yeah, old guys. Yeah. <laughs> Listen here, young day, young. <laughs> We didn't have no fancy mice.
0: We had to use a frat. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, bye. I love
1: I love the magic mouse. That's that's for sure. But I'll stick with that till somebody something else. Comes along and replaces it. But right now, I'm not seeing anything. So I don't know. Stefan, you have a fancy schmancy Logitech mouse with 17,000 buttons. Uh,
0: yes. And, and you Would ever I tempted, give it up? Never. You ever tempted to go to like a track or anything else? You use a trackpad on oh, your, on I've your used Dell? I
2: used the trackball. I've used the uh, point stick. I've used the touch pads on these uh, laptops. There's nothing that can, that's as versatile as a mouse for me.
0: No, I, th- I think it's 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 our generation, right? It's, um, Eric, see, well, here's here's, here's my here's my here's my problem. You know, I see all
2: these people using the laptop, and uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, maybe people are not setting it up properly, but they're using that little the touchpad screen, and they're dragging and they're dragging, and they go move and move and move. I take my mouse, I move it, where, I where you know, I have enough space on my desk. I drag, I click, I click, I click. I, I never see myself lifting my mouse, moving it back to where I was so I can
0: drag again. And lifting my
2: mouse so I can drag it again.
0: Well, you've never got, those, you've got those window settings set to hypersensitivity too then, right? No. Really? No. Oh. Because, I mean, I'm, I, make, <laughs> I make a small movement of my mouse and it, it travels far, you know? I mean, I, I can go across my screen on like half the mouse pad, so... Well, I don't you have a mouse pad because I don't need to have the mouse pad, right? Well, I use I use a mouse pad. I use a mouse pad in in this case today because if I didn't, it would sound like this. You would just sound scraping. Can you hear that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I use a mouse pad just I, to, yeah. just to make the show quieter.
4: Right. And I, uh, I use my, I got glass on my desk and the magic yeah, mouse that, Yeah, how out. is that new desk of yours? The desk yeah, exactly. is awesome. So, I'll uh, I'll give you send you all a link, but my dad and I built a desk. And uh, it's, it's about the size of the state of Delaware. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> and the 27-inch iMac makes it feel better. The it makes, it feel it makes it feel smaller? Like,
0: makes it feel a bit smaller? It, it, <laughs> what did you, did you make it with foot,
4: a cherry tree? It's, uh, it's, the top is a solid core birch door. Nice. That's six feet wide and two foot eight inches deep. You, you
0: made it with a door. With a door. That's fantastic, actually. That's and it, it weighs you...
4: about nine
0: thousand. And, and you're using the door, you're using the door hole for all your cables. Well, well, the door
4: was solid, but we've drilled two holes. Okay. Um, and uh, for cable management, and they drop down into a gutter that hangs from underneath the desk uh, to keep the cables out of the temptation zone for my two-year-old.
0: Yes. I I just put a lock on the door. They're not allowed in. Mine's there. in my living room. Yeah, I don't have an
4: office at home,
3: so.
0: No, ours, ours is our guest room, and uh, and 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 my wife. We have this, this 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 table that folds down, and every once in a while, she has to put that across the door because they they tag team <laughs> into nice. getting, you know, and I, one day one day one of them was was helping one of them was pulling the chair, one was pushing the chair towards something, and then helping each other climb on top of it so they could get to something they needed. I, these kids, they're like the Sedin brothers. They're they're just so in sync. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, that's a hockey reference for anybody who wa- who watches hockey. The Sedin brothers or Vancouver Canucks superstars. Um, I'll post a video to them drinking a water bottle on the bench at the same time. It's pretty scary. So anyway, so that said, um, you you amazing size desk. It's just it's a in going to the fl- I think there's a Flickr page for it too, right?
4: There is, and I need it. I think I was actually just looking for that. Uh, I think that it has a picture there with the 24 inch iMac on
2: it.
0: Okay. Uh,
4: it's not quite done. We're still going to stain it once it warms up. But it's too cold to, to do anything outside right now.
0: But, um, oh, come on, do it indoors. I you love it. I think that would be bad. Yeah. That, no, we don't need anybody else sick in that family. Ever, no. Ever again. So uh, no, that's good. No, I mean it's it, it looks it looks awesome, and it's a huge a huge massive desk. It actually kind of when I saw it, it kind of reminds me of the desk that the the drafter's desk that Steph and his dad built when he was when he was younger. You still have that, don't you, Steph? You know, oh, yeah, I've, I've used it for uh, for a desk. Now it's being used by the kids for their computer. Oh, the big drafting desk? Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's not in your office anymore. Oh no no, no. I have a real desk. Oh, I like. I that. have two, two desks. Days. I have the desk. Here down in
2: the office where you know I can work from, and I have the other desk on my lap when I'm uh, working in bed.
0: Your desk on your lap? Yes. <laughs> what were you? <laughs> what you bought? You bought one of those 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 cabarets with a with a with a beanbag underneath it. Actually, I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking. You no, know, I was just gonna put it in my lap. But what I'm actually thinking of getting is one of
2: those um, uh, cooling pads because right now I find the laptop just gets too hot.
0: Stop playing WoW in bed. No email. Okay. Yeah. Oh, email. It's just so so graphic intensive. <laughs> uh, I, probably, what you turning out fifty I, email a minute or something? Or what? Believe it or man's not, man's a beast. The guy, the guy can the guy can hit Control Send. <laughs> believe it or not, I don't run
2: two or three applications at a time. I've got I've been known to have twenty windows going on at the same time. So.
0: <gasps> twenty windows, but three applications, not twenty. You know, not twenty emails. Mm. Now, you're still running IE6, aren't you? No, oh, I on this one IE. Oh yeah, really? They let you go up that high? I don't know if they
2: let me, but that's what I got. Okay. It's, it's nice having CSS, isn't it? <laughs> 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 I'll be honest with you, use Brazil, I use Mozilla half, three quarters of the time, anyways.
0: Yeah. There it is. There it is. Actually, I'm still I'm still a Safari lover. I want to get in touch with Chrome. I use Chrome for for my Google stuff. Uh, but all the development I use because of Coda Coda is it Coda Notes? Yeah, Coda Notes sync is is so into, entwined with with Safari. I just I just use that now, and it and it's, it it does annoy me because it's a huge ram hog. But I like my Safari a lot.
4: I uh, I tried Chrome uh, from the beginning of the year. I've used it up until yesterday, uh, where they announced that they were dropping H two sixty four native support. And I
0: was, I was like, you know what? I'm just giving up. Yeah. I just don't – the new Firefox, the Firefox 4 just is not that great. It's still incredibly buggy. So I'm not really a big fan of Firefox right now. And so it's Safari and Chrome. And, and Chrome works really well. with the Google, All the Google stuff works really well in Chrome, funny enough. Um, weird. So, yeah, weird that. So I use it except for – this is the weirdest thing – AdSense. Which actually works better in Firefox than it does in Chrome. I have no idea why. But I don't use AdSense that much because we don't make that much money. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, that said, we should pay some tribute to our uh to our our lovely sponsors uh this week. Uh, as usual, the show is sponsored by Audible. We'd like to thank Audible for being part of the show. If you want to find out more about how to get your free book, please visit com forward slash audible. Get your free, bu- free book, download it. It's yours to keep for as long as you want. If you want to continue with Audible, that's great. If you don't want it, that's fine. That book is still yours. Um, I suggest um, a book that we talked about a little while ago with Andre Nantel, which is World War Z. I'm just getting into it, and I am loving it. So uh, if you want to download that one, that's great. Um, if not, you can download anything else. Steve, you got any books you're listening to? Or No, the last book I read was uh, on Kindle.
3: Um it was the twelfth, uh, I guess, volume of the Robert Jordan Wheel of Time series. Um, but uh, no, I haven't I haven't listened to an Audible book uh, since before that. I mean, they're thousand-page books, right? These uh, Robert Jordan thing okay. uh, books. So. Uh, it was my holiday book to read and I'm thinking either my next one will be an audible one or maybe another Kindle book.
0: Okay. But, uh, and you're, you're still loving the Kindle. I really, I really, really do.
3: Um, uh, I wasn't sure cause I've read it a few times in the train, but I wasn't sure I was going to like it or not. And I really read a lot, uh, over the holidays with it and it's great. And it syncs up with my iPhone and my, and my PC. So, uh, I'll read up to page 302, and then I'll I'll turn the Kindle off, and then I'll be on a train, and I'll realize you know, and I'll realize that I don't have my Kindle, but I'd like to read. I turn on the Kindle app. It asks me if it if I, if it wants to advance if it can advance to the next uh, furthest location on record. You say yes, and boom, you're at page 303, and you
0: continue reading. That that's pretty slick. That's pretty slick yeah. actually. I yeah, mean that that, really, also, really that nice. also works with 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 the iBooks, um, uh, which which we found out by reading the Winnie the Pooh to the girls all, over the holidays. So, but I mean it's it the, the the Kindle app I've I've started using a little bit too for this, some of the Project Gutenberg stuff, and actually really is pretty slick. So,
3: yeah, it's nice and it does it all by itself. Uh, it's not like I have to sync it up with the computer for all the other devices to to sync up. Okay, you know, if I have the wireless on the Kindle. It just keep if I turn it off or I, I, I exit the that particular book, it tracks the location and I guess it pushes it up to Amazon, because if the if you turn the uh, iPhone on or even the Mac on the Kindle app, you uh, it'll, it'll ask and it'll look and I'm guessing it's looking up in the cloud because the Kindle's off at this
0: point and it will advance the proper page. So you got the Whispernet with your with your Kindle, right?
3: Yeah, there's a hundred and thirty version and a hundred eighty nine dollar version. And the 189 is lifetime Whispernet worldwide access. Awesome. So, so it worked. Yeah. In, it worked in Zurich with Seven Cs. <laughs> <laughs> it did work in in Zurich, and uh, <laughs> like if I wanted prepared. to, I, I I could have bought a good German
0: book while I was there, but uh, decided not to. I was busy, otherwise occupied. Do you, do you know Do you know how throw, how dry your throat gets from reading German books? Because am are doing that. Hard seas. I so hard. No, I'm uh, not I think going there. there. Stop,
5: uh, stop reading them to the other people on the train. They really don't want
0: to hear you. <laughs> is, that, is that your experience, Eric? <laughs> yes. You know and what? I was, I was with comments. It's, it's at Johnny. Cannot. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was actually amazed at, at the, at the Kindle take up. Like, I'm, I mean, you know, my, my, my real time world is pretty limited. You know, I, I go from, from my house, six kilometers to work and back and whatnot. So I don't see that many Kindles in the wild. And cause I don't take public transport. But I got on, uh, you know, one trip uh, through, you know, Montreal Airport to London Heathrow. I've never seen so many Kindles in my life. Um, you know, it's insane. It, it really is. Seems to be the big, big uh, winner of the of the ebook.
4: I think it is. I mean, for one hundred and thirty nine dollars. Crazy for a lot of people, that's an impulse, you know. And uh, well, it
0: hit that. That's the Apple TV price, right? I mean, the Apple TV was a hundred dollars. Oh, didn't even think about it. I got it, you know. And it's the same thing with the Kindle, hundred thirty bucks. Ah, right. And
4: and what I really like about Kindle is that they have a Mac client that's pretty decent, and there's no iBooks client for the desktop, um, which just blows my mind.
0: Yeah. It is kind of weird, actually. You're absolutely right. It is very weird that there is no client for the for the, for the desktop. I, I didn't think about it until just now, but that is that is not right. So, but I, I have a feeling that the iPad is all is going to be, even the iPad too. It's it's all about video and interactivity. It's all about consumption. They threw they They're threw cons- the books in at a, at, as as a, as an add on.
3: Well, I think it's all part of the play, but i mean the 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 um, ipad really is a consumption device right it, i think few are the people that will really use it as a creation device i think some people will do some mind mapping on it or you know write down some notes for something but really what you're going to flip the ipad on is to consume something a movie a book a blog a uh, podcast um, and i think for that it does its job admirably I think the big temptation for me would be I'm reading my book, but I know that my email and angry birds are sitting one layer below my book and it'll pull me away from it.
0: And I don't have and, a I don't have a problem with that, you see. I I I and I and I'm I'm thinking about maybe getting the iPad too. Um just because I think it would be a good note taker. I think if you're going from from like bringing the laptop to and from meetings is is a lot of work cuz you got I've got to unplug the monitor and and all that kind of stuff. So I think just taking the iPad yeah, I see. it As like you know, like oh, I can use Evernote, or I can use Quick Notes here, and whatever, and and do stuff like that. Now I know, I know, Stephen, uh, Stephen Hackett, you just got rid of your iPad, which blew I my did. mind.
4: It did. It blew a lot of people's mind, I think. Because you, um, you were,
0: you seemed to be really happy with it.
4: I, I was, and and then I, I kind of came to a realization that what you were saying about it being consumption driven, and. I do think people are, are creating content on it. I'm not saying that they're not, but for me, it was extremely frustrating not to be able to create the content I wanted. Um, and, and I think the form factor kind of pushed that uh, for me, you know, with an iPod touch or an iPhone, it, it's smaller. I'm not going to sit out and write, you know, a, a lengthy blog post on my, on a phone. Um, but an iPad, the size is such where it tempted me to, and I kept being frustrated with it. And um, say so I ended up uh, selling it to a guy, who uh, who I work with, and um, uh, you know I I've been I, I really haven't missed it. Um,
0: but the, the you, thing but you I, did replace it though.
4: I did replace it. I, I have a a current gen iPod Touch uh, that I'm using
0: that my wife will inherit uh, once I order the iPhone. The one the one with the camera. With the cameras. Okay cameras i always forget there's a front-facing one of the ipod touch right too yeah and it's good
4: it's good it's um i mean it's an iphone you know without without the phone it really is and uh the rear-facing camera shoots a good video the still photos are pretty terrible but i I carry a a, a canon g9 with me everywhere i go
0: anyways that's a nice camera that's a nice camera You you had a you have a canon eos eos as well don't you I do I have the rebel XT. It's about five years old now. Okay. And, uh, and, uh, but the G9 is with me in my bag pretty much everywhere I go. Okay. So you're, so you're not missing your iPad at all in, in, in your everyday Uh, stuff. The thing that
4: I missed immediately was the Kindle app. Uh, but the Mac app is good. And, um, uh, you know, I liked reading in bed on it, but like you said, it's so distracting. Emails are coming in, you know, all sorts of stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, so I think we'll probably end up with a Kindle at some point. Uh, the reading experience seems so much better than, uh, than on the iPad where you know, you're reading through a sheet of glass. But, um,
0: but other than that, which isn't a really big deal, I really haven't missed it. You know, it's funny. He it says something about the email coming in, all that kind of stuff. Um, when I went away to, to England, I turned off the email on my, on my, on my iPhone. So I wouldn't, first of all, I wouldn't run up a huge bill, but also I wouldn't get bothered or I wouldn't be distracted to go and look at stuff. I really didn't have to do anything about until I got back in three weeks. So I turned it off and I said last week when I came back to work, I said, okay, well, I'll, I'll leave it off this week so I can catch up with all my email. And you know, then I'll Monday, I'll turn it back on again. Well, it's Wednesday and I still don't have email on my iPhone. And I'm having a great time <laughs> and I'm thinking, do I ever need to turn it back on again? Because I'm not looking at those emails out of work anyways. You know, I'm not doing anything right. about them. Why do I need to know about them? And when I'm at work, I have my MacBook and I'm looking at them then. I'm not, and I'm not hearing the double bing bing, you know. You get, you get the bing on the iPhone, then you get the bing on the, on, on the MacBook Pro and you're looking at that again. And I'm actually finding I'm a lot more productive in these, these last couple of weeks by not having my work email on my phone.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: I still need internet on my phone. I still need my meetings. I still need all the other stuff, but I'm not being distracted by an email, which I'm not going to read anyways, because I'm in the middle of doing some Coda work, or I'm in, middle of, I'm in the middle of doing something in Pixelmator, or I'm in the middle of doing something else. So, you know, you know I know the, the badges at the bottom of my thing. Do I need a big Bing? Do I need something happening on my iPhone? And then three seconds later, waiting for it to come on the Mac, I felt like a Pavlovian dog at one point. So it is. It is funny. You you that layer of of right behind you. Sometimes if you just turn that layer off, your life is much better.
4: Right. Which which my experiment with the dumb phone taught me, you know that that layer isn't necessary a lot of the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that said, I could never live without my Gmail. But <laughs> but my 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 work mail, I know it's there, and I know I'm going to deal with it in an hour, anyways. I have a, enough of a regiment to know that I will be dealing with it at one point that I can you know, not have it that second. Someone says, I sent you an email. I said, great, I probably have it. You're not going to check now? says, no, I'm in the middle of something right now. I'll check it in a second, you know, and then they'll, you know, well, it's urgent. Okay, well, let me check now then for you. So then, you know, they're going to come in, they're going to come into your, storm into your office anyways, if it's urgent enough, or they'll call you.
1: That's why you have a phone. Yeah, but the (laughs) point is, is it really urgent or just telling you that it's urgent? There's a difference. Yeah, and you know what? I still don't have email on my
0: phone, right? So it's not That's that urgent. <laughs> well, one thing I find interesting um,
3: is the new uh, Office uh, 2010, you, whatever one is for for not for uh, Mac for Windows. Oh, um, I have I had that installed recently on a Windows seven machine, and the way I have it set up at the office is I have an external screen, but I leave my my lid open on the laptop. That's where, usually where the, the email resides and I do the work on the, uh, on the LCD screen. And if, um, if you don't have Outlook up front in focus um, and you get a meeting reminder, you know how you used to just pop up in the middle of the screen saying, you know, uh, reminder and all that? Now it doesn't do that unless Outlook is sitting on top of uh, the, uh, on the top layer basically. All it'll do is in the dock, it'll shimmer like uh, from amber yeah. to white. And, 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 and three hours will go by and you'll not notice this little shimmer because you're working on the screen. Your screen's the, too the, big. The LCD screen. <laughs> I'm not even staring <laughs> at, the, uh,
0: at the thing. What version and of Outlook are you on? He's on
3: 2008, uh, tw- I think, or 20, no, 2010.
0: 2010. 2010. 2010. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, okay. And the thing is.
5: Two, yeah, 2007. It still pops up that box.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
3: Well, wait till you upgrade. Uh, no, and he I can't. Into it, He's not allowed to because it's
0: not supported by Windows uh, Windows XP Service Pack Two. So sorry, Eric. I'm sorry. Too easy.
1: No, you're not.
3: <laughs> I I have missed countless or been late to countless meetings because my reminder couldn't remind me. But yet the email still pops up in the bottom right corner of that little blue box Ugh. and it nags you. I've arrived, look at me. I've arrived, look at me. Meanwhile, the meetings are the important thing that, you know, at least my calendar, I live and die by my calendar. So now I actually leave my phone next to me to, to, on my desk to remind me to get a little hum on the, on, the, on the top of the desk. Oh, there's something I need to look at. Because that's the only thing
0: that I have the, the the hum on my phone for, unless it rings. It's it's, so it's, I, it's pretty sad when Apple does better work with Exchange than actual Windows. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> and, and meanwhile, everybody's like, I, I mentioned it to them. They say, you know what? You're right. Meanwhile, they hadn't noticed. I don't know how many meetings these people must have missed by now, but I mean... You know, to not even know that you weren't being minded. Do you think that's just an IT policy that went down or is it a default setting for... It's a default. I checked it out and it's actually a feature that Microsoft put in because they didn't want to steal the focus away for what you were doing.
2: That is so un-Microsoft. Well, that's were- well, because a lot of people were working on something and then you click on something while the message pop up. You don't see the message pop up and you've put an E instead of uh, remind me in five minutes or something
3: or you're you're typing and you hit the space bar and it, and it hits the okay for the dismiss of the reminder and you Correct. didn't even notice you did it right yeah that's yep, happened so. more,
0: more often than not and i find that little annoying things like that happen on the mac nowadays too actually certain programs i mean I'm, microsoft program programs are just gener- are just notorious for that to begin with i don't use outlook on the mac even though it is the best version of outlook i've ever seen in my life i still don't use it i still use mail because it's just it just pops up uh, every 5 seconds something's coming up in my face and I just don't need anything in my face when I'm working. And you know what I, I discovered and I didn't, I didn't I didn't know it was I, I kind of vaguely remember Steve Jobs talking about it, but in Pages there's a full screen mode. You hit that full screen mode and you're like in another world for like as long as you want to be. Nothing penetrates that barrier. You're just pa- doing Pages, you're just writing blah 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 blah. blah. And then the phone rings and you're like, oh my God, where'd my day go? So that is pretty cool. Like, you know, the distraction-free zone. It's kind of sad that, you know, you have to put yourself into that mode. But sometimes it pays off. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it doesn't. But it all depends on how you're working, right? Working hard or hardly working, right? (laughs) I prefer the latter. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that what they call management?
3: (laughs) Yeah. So what's this app that you've been dying to talk about? All
0: right, so... I, I get. I subscribe to this. Um, everyone, everyone knows I'm a I'm a diehard kind of outdoorsy kind of guy, and I love my outdoor stuff and and you know skiing and cross country skiing and mountaineering and all that kind of stuff. Eric, Eric knows all about this. We've 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 thrown ourselves off too many cliffs in the past uh, that we know all <laughs> about it, right? Uh, you know, chucked ourselves down whitewaters and all that kind of stuff. So I'm I get. I've subscribed to the 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 MEC blog. Which is Mountain Equipment Co-op? It's a store up in here in Canada. It's uh, basically a, a co-op store that lets you get the kind of products like um, like North Face kind of gear, or like really high-end bikes, or really really amazing backpacks. But it's all um, basically made under the MEC brand, and it's usually as good, if not better, than anything else. So well, I have I they, have my- they have
5: brand they have brand name stuff too, but what because it's a co-op. Um, they, they have a little more liberty in the way they they price these things. Exactly. So because right? their focus is not necessarily to make a huge profit.
0: It's 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 to service the, the 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 members, right? So I have I have a what they call the Brenter courier bag, which is basically a, a big ass courier bag. Almost comparable to a Timbuktu bag, but it cost me fifty nine dollars Canadian, not two hundred fifty dollars US. So um, there's a huge difference in them, right? In 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 the goods, and it's, they're just as good. And sometimes I find them a little bit more rugged than some of the name brand stuff to begin with as well, because I am. Di- you know, diabolically insane with my gear, Ben. You you, you know that. So, yeah. So I'm 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 getting this thing, and they say we have this. You know, we we've we've combined with the CAC, and we now have this brand new app. It's the first MEC app ever, and it's actually an avalanche app which is it's fantastic. So I downloaded it right now and I was a little bit disappointed that all the 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 avalanche warnings right now are for um BC. So they got South Coast, North Columbia, South Columbia, uh Kootenay Boundary, South Rockies, Northwest BC and North Shore. So yeah, there's no I, I wouldn't expect to
5: see uh, the Turcot interchange on there anytime soon.
0: Well, I was hoping at least, you know, like maybe uh I don't know, well, the Shikshaks. I mean, you know, or know. something or whatever. But I and I and I can't remember the last time there ever was an avalanche in the chick chocks anyways. But still uh, I was gonna
5: say it's it's more likely for a, a snowplow to dump a load of snow off the <laughs> Turgon Interchange than it is for any other avalanche.
0: But now. but it is it is a fantastic app. It actually does have some some it has push notifications. It is beautifully designed. It is absolutely it's free as well. It's absolutely um, gorgeous. There's loads of information in there. So our buddy out in BC, Brian, will love this app because he's always throwing himself off weird cliffs. He's got two um, shoulders that are wired together to prove it. Um, and, uh, and, and hopefully he'll download that and, and, and it'll help him uh, later on. But it's a great, it's a beautiful, beautiful app. And I'm really glad that MEC have, have, have kind of embraced, uh, the iPhone and social medias and everything and produced something with the CAC, which is the Canadian Avalanche Council, um, and, 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 and come up with something just amazing. So... Um, that's my, my recommendation. If you're in Canada and you're a bit of a mountaineer or, or just an adventure kind of guy and you want to know when, when an avalanche is about to hit you or, or, the, or what the avalanche rating is for your area or where you are, like right now I can tell you that Terrace and Coastal Areas is on Thursday where there'll be moderate avalanche above the tree line, but below the tree line it's, it's low. And considerable on Saturday. So don't go out Saturday if you want to. You know, it's just crazy. I loved it. I thought it was great. So that's my recommendation for, for this week as an app to download on your iPhone is the uh, MEC CAC Avalanche app. Hmm.
1: Eric, you want to add on that? Ben? Well, if, you know, if it keeps on snowing around here, maybe the, uh, the pile of snow I'm, I'm shoveling here will be... You know, <laughs> tall enough that I'll need that app for the the avalanche is going to happen. But there's otherwise, be, I don't know. I live a, next to a river. The, gonna there's going
5: to be a warning for an avalanche coming off Ben's memoir.
0: Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the, the saddest part about this whole thing is is that, um, is that the for the foreseeable future, having four kids, two of them skiers, is that um, I will never be further away from a Tim Hortons. <laughs> In my, in my skiing future, I don't, I don't think I, ever, I don't have a, a, a need for the Avalanche app for a little while to come. But I, 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 can, I can wish. I can hope, you know. I can cling to my youth a little bit with this app. <laughs> you
5: got to get MEC to come out with a uh, a hot chocolate app. I did. Where's the closest place to get your kids some hot well, chocolate? I already have
0: the Timmy's app. So this and the Timmy's app, I'm fine. Uh, so <laughs> that's good. Anyway, so we started skiing again this 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 um, this weekend. We went. Uh, we're up at Valley Blue, uh, our lo- our our we call it our local hill. It's it's in Val d'Alvay. It's uh, it's a great ski hill for the learn to, the kids to learn to ski and all that. And it's great. And the, the conditions are okay. It's the first time I've ever seen that mountain with some closed runs. Uh, apparently, it was really really hot around here around New Year's Day, which is kind of yep. funny because Memphis has snow and it's hot up here, but. <laughs> <laughs> But it's uh, it was good. It had a lot of fun. I had a lot, a lot of fun. And the and the girls really took to skiing a lot as well. And the, and even both of them are doing parallel now, which is kind of scary, right? My my oldest daughter has been skiing for five years, and my six year old has been skiing for four. So figure that one out. So they don't that telemark? Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. They want to though. They're cross country skiers, but we'll get them on telemarking soon. So, anyways, Stephen, you gonna yeah, Stephen Hacker, you gonna do some skiing down there in Memphis? Is there? Uh <laughs> Have they Uh, they opened the green trail? Have they got a snowmobile out there plowing the the way for everyone?
4: (laughs) No. No, everybody is uh, huddled inside, afraid.
0: So what what does Memphis do when it snows? Uh,
4: Stop. Shuts down. It shuts (laughs) shuts down? (laughs) It's pretty much like the south of England? We only get about two weekends, you know, maybe four or five days a year that are like this. And uh, people just kind of hang out at home and then
0: that's it. It's kind of cool, actually, really. I mean, this summer you had some insane heat. Too right. Mm-hmm. We had a very hot summer here, and now you're getting some incredibly cold weather. It's uh, it's exciting. That's cool. That's cool. How are the kids like in the snow?
4: Uh, I think uh, Josiah liked him. He's he turned two in the fall, and so I think he kind of understood that something was different and kind of built a snowman with him. Uh, Allison, though, our six month old, we bundled her up and brought her downstairs, and she just kind of stared at it, and then that was it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe next year she'll appreciate it. And he didn't, did he have any trouble walking in the snow or? Uh,
4: no, uh, just that I really didn't. I mean, it was very, it was a very dry, powdery snow. It wasn't really slippery okay. uh, until after the first night when it all kind of froze over. So that day, I mean, it was fine.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's real cool. And speaking of snow, Steph, how is the ice rink going? Because I don't know if you know about this, Stephen. Stephen. Uh, Stefan has built an ice rink in his garden. <laughs> I saw photos
4: somewhere. It, it looks like a
2: death trap.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no we call was, that a sport
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, it's actually awesome the kids uh, actually I went, to, I went skating with the kids this afternoon did you is that, is that what you do on your conf call <laughs> no that's what I
2: did before our uh, dinner you know what
0: uh, my day go skating with Eric and
2: Carolyn, and Tom uh, was uh, skating as well so we all three kids and myself went to skate
0: my wife was inside alone so she had some peace and quiet for a while can I could you say that again without the Cylon Okay, that worked. Assuming Ben's role tonight is to find a no. <laughs> Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And the Elvis Cylon. Uh-
2: <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, no, I just went with the kids after school, and uh, all three of them were on the ice with myself. My wife was inside. It's a blast. I haven't suffered any problems. Is that any better guys? No. <laughs> hey, can you say
3: by your command?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: by your command.
0: <laughs> oh, there you go. Now fix. he's clear. Oh, is that the key that's the safe word for Skype? Skype, you bastards. <laughs> fun. So you had a so you had a good time today skating with the kids. Yes. Awesome, great. Okay, well, on that note, I think uh, I think we're pretty much uh, done. I think we baked this show as much as we possibly can. Um, I want to thank everyone for being on the call and not having uh, an insane moment until it's about three minutes ago uh, on 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 Skype. Thank you, Sky, for staying up. I know you had a lot of trouble at Christmas, but it uh, looks like you got some of your problems uh, resolved. So, thank you very, very, very much. Thank you, Ben. Wait, any hello? Ad-
1: any plans? Hello. Any hello. plans for the weekend? Anything happening soon? <laughs> Uh, Birthday party. Birthday party yours? uh, No, 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 no. no. For uh, in the family and 20, 30 people are getting together for for this. It's the 50th anniversary of uh, my brother-in-law. Sounds like a piss-up. Yeah, it's going to be a big big opportunity. Awesome. No. (laughs) Ben Whatever. (laughs) You sound so excited. Oh, very. (laughs) Now we have to go up north. I think it's two, two and a half hours from here. Uh, down those little winding country roads. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. What, Laurentide or up the Matane? Yeah, yeah, Laurentide. Up, okay. up near, actually near uh, uh, Mont-Tremblant. All right. Well, that's yep. not so bad. Well, you know. Okay. Bring your musette. You'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. All
0: right. So, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, my good friend on the Blue Yeti, how are you? And any plans for the weekend? I, I, first of all, has my wife left your house yet?
5: I think so. <laughs> she the, fi- the noise volume has dropped considerably. Okay, because so. she
0: told me she was actually going to try to repair my my uh, my ski pants. So hopefully she did that. Oh, I don't know. Or she probably just she probably them? just drank wine and and chit chatted with all the other moms. Yeah. When the okay.
5: girls get together to quilt, they don't usually get much sewing done. No,
0: there's no quilting being done, is there?
3: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Quil- quilting is code, right? No, it's oh, a yeah. euphemism, actually.
0: <laughs> Apparently, it's a woman's <laughs> podcast, yeah, but <laughs> they, they just don't record it. It's like wasted effort, <laughs> if you ask me. Uh, Stefan, anything, uh, anything on the horizons apart from more skating? Now my son's birthday, so we're going to be doing some hockey and
2: uh, skating and... Pretty much, that's, that's what we got. Maybe some tobogganing. We'll see what, how that works out. Okay.
0: Now, are, when, when are we planning the um, the, the, the Rink uh, Site uh, podcast? Just
2: to, for Steve, if you thought having a rink was crazy, we go down on little pieces of plastic down a hill. Now, that's crazy.
0: <laughs> usually, usually, and it used to be, when we were kids, it used to be these vinyl Adidas bags. We just take our school bags and just throw ourselves down hills as fast they, as we they could. They double as a body
4: bag at the bottom of the hill. That's usually, right. Usually. That's usually. Right.
0: usually. <laughs> and we're our like, Kudziaks. <laughs> Our Kodiak boots,
1: magic carpet.
0: Yes, and, oh, that was crazy. You know who you, needs breaks? Do you know that National Lampoon's uh, scene there where he's he's waxing his stuff with his, his 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 silver dish there with you know that that whatever spray he has developed at work? Yes. No, that's that's what, what I
5: was thinking of last time we went uh, to
0: Bogney. I remember when I and, it, and so, so anyway, so it, actually that reminds me of that time that we we lugged uh, Eric. So we Eric, oh. Eric and I went to the Eco. We have an Eco Day where you basically bring all of your hazardous goods to, uh, like a, a well, not just hazardous food. but just
5: about any crap and, and, you want to get rid of. Well, like, and it's no questions asked. They they take it all and.
0: They take, they take it all and they just say that's fine but it you, yeah. you can also take stuff back with you so I found this
5: well, I, I don't think I think you're probably the only person in the history of eco days that has ever taken something out well I, I
0: thought I was being recycling you know it's all in the spirit of the eco days so that I found this luge and it was this, well this... after you
5: did that they kind of had a huddle and tried to figure <laughs> out whether this was okay or not so...
0: so I found this black plastic luge and it was and it was it looked like it looked like something you could almost take down you know one of the Olympic runs and I said I said to Eric I said we gotta go. We gotta go sledding with the kids. So we both we both tried this luge, and I think you were there too, weren't you, Steph? Yeah, yes. Steph was. Yeah. I don't feel admitted, but he was. I was and there. That was fun. So we 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 tried this luge. Now we know why it was at the Eco Days because this thing can't go straight. It was like I don't know how many of us hit that tree, but there's this one tree at the bottom of the hill, and it's way off to the left. And no matter what we did, we'd always end up hitting it. It just proves <laughs> a point. Trees can be magnetized somehow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, and Magoo, over there on your, uh, your your grassy knoll, what are you up to this weekend? Any big plans? Anything coming up soon? Three birthday parties in two days. With the lower thirds, the pneumonia, the No,
3: I don't have to go to It's
0: a minute. Don't hurt yourself. You don't have to go to them. No, I'm going to one of the three. And okay. the other
3: two are just drop-offs. Oh, that's so, good.
0: That's good. And Mr. Hackett, Let's see anything happening for you? Any big plans this weekend? Anything you want to push and plug? Uh A blog no. coming out soon. I can't wait. <laughs> uh I don't know if there's anything exciting going on. I don't
4: think. I don't think there's anything happening. Okay. Although if I dream about my magic trackpad, I will write about it tomorrow
2: morning. Okay.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, how, are you shoveling snow, or are you just letting it melt? Uh, well, we live in a in a little
4: community. We're not a cult, but a little complex. And right. so they <laughs> have a guy who comes <laughs> down. It's called a cult. Never, <laughs> and, never, heard,
1: of,
2: never heard of those. Is, there,
4: is so it related well, to Jamestown? <laughs> so we have a guy who comes and, and does it. But I did the cars, and the cars are, are free of snow. And I've got a bike rack on mine, so I had to, like, chisel ice out from
0: around it. But uh, it's, it's, you know, the, the hard part's over. The hard part's over. Imagine doing that every single day from November yeah. till March. <laughs> and it was
4: just four inches and like people <laughs> are freaking out.
0: Okay. Well, good luck, good luck with the with the ice and uh and, and everybody who's listening, make sure you check out forkbomber.net. It's probably uh it's probably one of the first places I go now in the mornings, check out the, the new the, the latest news or uh, it's a great wrap-up of what actually happened yesterday or even even on the day so it's it's a good it's a great read i really enjoy it and um, thank you for the effort you put into that it's awesome oh man. thank
4: you that's you're setting people up for disappointment
0: <laughs> okay okay if mac related news is that better <laughs> so I don't, i don't think tonight was too apple centric we we did you know talk a little bit about it <laughs> maybe <laughs> Got, I really got to go now. All right. So for the first, for the right.
2: first two hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that said, that said, we've we've we have been hammering on long enough. Thank you very much to everybody. Appreciate um, appreciate it again, and uh, continue on another great year with uh, with two fat dads and the Dadcast. And we'll see you all next time.
3: All right. Bye, bye, everyone. See ya. Thank you. By my command. Where well,
0: Eric really just doesn't waste any time. Never. Right? No, he's, never. He's, <laughs> he's efficient. Gone. That's what's called efficiency. <laughs> it's German efficiency. <laughs> he's already in bed. Yeah. Well, he's... <laughs> God. he knows him so well. I'm enough. I don't hear typing anymore. <laughs> he's. I, I, I was. I was so sure that was. That was. Uh, that was you, Stephen. I apologize. I. I, I, I outage. Would... I'm using the, the trackpad,
4: and I have a little. Uh, VNC client up on the iPod that I was using to type with. I didn't touch the
0: MacBook Pro. I was not good this time. I am. I am. I am. And I'm so sorry. I even outed you in the in the Google Docs. So I'm terribly sorry for that. I'm, I apologize. It's slander. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You're gonna very
1: slanderous. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I am.
0: Terrible. I'm gonna downgrade my. Uh, I'm gonna downgrade my Skype and, and fix it for next time. I apologize to everybody. Thank you again. Great show. Awesome having you on board.
3: Oh man, that's fun. I didn't even make any gun jokes this time.